0: Hello and welcome back to the Arc of E podcast. My name is Noah. My name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers back with your first podcast of 2023. The first episode of Season 7. Yes. Not quite at that seven year anniversary, but this is the start of Season 7. Right. So, welcome everybody. Hopefully you have some some new listeners. We do seem to pick up. Some first timers every once in a while because everybody likes a year-end list. Of course, everybody likes some recommendations, and that's that's what we got for you here. Mm-hmm. So, as is tradition, we're gonna go through our uh, individual top ten favorites of 2022. But uh, I've also compiled some uh, some other lists from contributors, friends, uh, you know, Romans, countrymen, etc. And we'll get into those later. Uh, later on, we don't want to step on anybody's toes. And as, as is also tradition, we work. Uh, this is a tabling podcast, so yes. if we have crossover or something that occurs higher on somebody else's list, we'll put it on the table, and we'll come back to it when we get to that at said higher position. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much how it works. Uh, it's a top ten list. Uh, any general thoughts on the movie year that was 2022? Kind of. Uh, recovery period
1: for the industry
0: um has still hasn't fully bounced back there was definitely some huge dry spells this year where there was just nothing coming out right um and there was definitely some things that came out that i think there was a lot of anticipation for that uh left people a little wanting uh, and, in some and, cases, I'm sure we'll touch on some of those as and we go. As in, we don't have to beat up on anybody. No, no. And,
2: and as in true fashion, there's a couple, one in particular, that we talk about. I, my favorite thing is that you say and that I try to tell people is, has no business being. You know, that's why I, I love to use that phrase. It's got no business being X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? And I can think of one big one that a lot of people were probably like, there's no way.
0: There's no way this okay. thing is okay. going to be. Well, what it is. let's stop yeah. dancing around uh, the issue and let's actually talk about some movies. Do you want to kick it off, sir? Sorry, phone's blowing up right now. We're getting... Uh, All these live... Let's we're, go to the phones! We're getting a call from Brendan Riley, who I think we'll, we'll call back later in the episode. Why don't we call him right now and get his audio attention. on, on mic? We, we will. We'll oh. call him with his top ten, but we don't want to let him step on our toes. Okay, alright. We'll I'm put him on, let, his, on gonna, our time, not on his time. <laughs> exactly. I'm not yeah. going to have him sit here for the whole episode.
2: Yeah, no, no right, of course.
0: On the phone. But we will we'll call him. He'll yeah. be up. Right. He'll be up. And
2: it's Brendan Riley as in BRK, Brendan Riley's kitchen. Take correct. A break? Okay. Yeah. Operating in the greater Charleston area. It's
0: South yes. Carolina. That is correct.
2: Okay. Just give a shout out. People who support us might as well. If they got their own things going on. We might Appreciate as well do that. We'll we'll talk to Brendan in a bit. Yeah. Uh We should call him as different people, like like different accents, like we're just I know he's going to understand it to you, but we should definitely just be like, this is a bit, go with it. Boom. Text okay. him or you call him. Anyway, you want me to go first? Or you want to go first?
0: By all means.
2: <sighs> okay. Well, my number 10 favorite movie of 2022 was Ambulance. Hell yeah. By Mr. Michael Bay. Hell directed yeah. Directed by Mr. Michael Bay. Starring. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior. Yes. <laughs> Michael Bay. Yes. The Godfather of modern cinema. Um. Michael Bay. Uh, sorry, Mr. Jake Gyllenhaal and Mr. Yeah. How do you pronounce his name?
0: Yahya um, Abdul-Mateen. Abdul-Mateen. Oh, the yes. second the s- or I the think third? So. I th- We're call him the third. No, I believe he is the second. Okay. Yes. Let me Basic confirm. premise. Two
2: brothers on different sides of the track are pulling off a bank heist and... Basically for the most part I when you when I was pitched this idea I was like there's no way this whole book movie takes place in an ambulance and it doesn't you have to have the Michael Bay of it all and like showing his love for like action and like respect for the cops and the police and the, everything's all militarized and all that and I get it but you know it's also you know it's it's Michael Bay man it's I, I didn't think he could pull it off and here he he does it again I mean it's like when you told me he's going to make a crime movie about the sun gym gang in Florida. I'm like, there's no way. And he pulls it off with pain and game, but still, yeah, I would love to see more like this. I'm glad that the transformer stuff is over and that he's getting to do whatever he pretty much chooses. Cause he doesn't have to make another movie ever again. He's already proved his point and At this point. It's like, you think he's probably picture, picking projects that he loves. Like, have you even seen the Benghazi movie? No, you might actually like it. I'm just saying, just give okay. it a chance.
0: Perhaps I will. Uh, ambulance, my number forty-four. Oh wow! Uh, of the year, you can tell what kind of show it's going to be. Folks. But uh, a movie I thoroughly enjoyed. A movie that did deliver in theaters. Nice, uh, nice unhinged and Hall, mm-hmm. which was fun to see. That's guy, the best guy. Garrett Dillahunt, of course, just doing some nice workman uh, like work. Yeah. Uh, and tons of this and that guys. Like, oh, it's this dude. It's just, that dude. Again, Character we're not here to like. Shit on one movie to raise another, but can I ask, The Gray Man's nowhere on your list. It's on my list as, like, ones I've watched, but I don't it's know where... It's not in I... the top 10, though. It's in the top 20. Okay. You don't like The Gray Man? Um, Much further down on my list. I just wanted to highlight this, though. The way Michael Bay uses drone shots mm-hmm. versus the way the Russo brothers use drone shots. Mm-hmm. Let's just say one is art, the other is uh, garbage, trash. Who's the know. trash? The the Russos. Okay, yeah, the yeah, use yeah. of drones in The Gray Man was uh, rather pointless and uh, I thought not particularly well done. I also think that movie does not look very good for the fact that it costs like... 280 million or however much they spent on it it was like most expensive up to to its time yeah and i don't think it's on the screen whereas ambulance which i think was made for like 70 mil super cheap um looks like every single cent is Mm -hmm. right up right up on the camera if it was made for Um, 70 it cost 20 to
2: make 50 million was just doing the the michael bay touch-up on the the oranges and the grays and all that yeah. just to give it that that um, feel
0: that's all that was disappointed to see it kind of kind of flop and underperform at the box office i know it was a big hit on vod that seems to be the trend with a lot of stuff honestly is the mm-hmm. stuff that is kind of mid-range people are just like i'll wait for it but then it is having a big back end where people will drop the 20 on it mm-hmm. before it goes down to the rental price where people oh, yeah. are just like oh it's something new i miss this and I think it is one of those that like a few years from now we'll have a, like, you'll look back on it and you'll be like, that's actually, that's, that's one of the, one of the higher tier uh, in recent memory. It doesn't, it, it wasn't a full on like pain and gain level in terms right. of like later period, Michael Bay, but it, it was an enjoyable time at the theater. Uh, me and, and I also, and our I don't, buddy, uh, Brennan Riley had quite the good time. Oh good. With the
2: ambulance. And also when I think about it, I'm like, he got his check already. Like, When the budget and all that, all that's done, it's like, once the movie's there, it's up to whoever owns it to distribute. It's up to them to try and make their money back, because it already got made. Everybody got paid. I'm sure some people probably have points deals still, where it's like, you know, if you adjust it for all that, like, I don't know if you've ever heard the story that, like... I think I probably said a million times on this podcast. I'm going to say it again. There's still a way that like they haven't paid Kevin Costner like 30 million for Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, because technically the mark the, the forensic accounting says that that movie didn't make money. When we all know it was the second highest grossing movie of 1991 or two whenever it came out. So when you're talking box office stuff, yes, they use those numbers to like, was it a hit? Was it not? But it is nice to see that like they are monitoring the, the metrics on who watches when and who spends what online because it's one of those that, like, again, you've made it. You've paid for it to be made. you paid for the actors to do it. It's on the business side to sell it and, like, make it something worth
0: watching in theaters. I, do, I don't think even something like this not doing that well is ever really going to harm Bay. Because no. I think he's enough of a name filmmaker that, like, at the end of the day, there will always be a streamer oh, uh, yeah. that will be willing to shell out the cash for, like something with his name on it so i mean i made the joke um,
2: about the the color correcting 20 million was probably his salary he demands a high salary and god bless him for it because i don't think a lot of people do these days
0: again i mean i just recently rewatched uh man on fire and was reminded again that there's just there's a giant tony scott sized hole in cinema and did michael you, bay is the only thing that even comes close to filling it these days so for you, that reason alone did you ever see the original keep, man on fire uh no, but I know it's in it's in streaming circulation now. Uh I, maybe we can I watch it on Hulu. I don't know. Maybe you wanna do Scott a Scott Glenn, uh, dude. I know. Maybe you wanna do a uh maybe we play around with two by two retro review and for the year of twenty twenty three I'm just floating this out here. We're just we're just we're just kicking ideals around. Yeah. First part of the year. But what if we do like a original remake sort of thing? Dude. I'm I'm there. Yeah? Yeah. Could be well, interesting. Why not? There's plenty I mean there's it's a topic that is let's definitely take, well explored. But let's further. but let's go let's go beneath the surface of like let's you know, find the ones the that were made ones. in years that end in three. Well let's take The Man on Fires, for instance, where it's like you forget that like, oh yeah, this book was adapted like fifteen years before they decided to do it again, but nobody remembers that movie as a classic or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's find those examples. Yeah. Okay. Uh my number 10 yeah go for it all right my number 10 there favorite we film go. 2022 uh it's avatar the way of water cool. i was gonna do like a big build up and come up with something funny but it it just is it would it absolutely snuck won- right in there at the end huh? 100 percent delivered yes uh it's the most recent addition to my list uh in terms of cracking the top 10. Yeah. Not the last movie I saw from last year. We'll get into that one probably at some point. I'm sure somebody else will bring it up. Uh, but, yeah, it did the thing. I, I don't know what else to say. Never doubt Big Jim. Uh, he he gave me, like, one of my favorite movie-going experiences of the year. It delivered on all fronts. All, all of the the visual splendor of the first movie is just, like, Okay, yeah, it looks like sixteen years has passed—or not sixteen. How many years? Yeah, close to it. Two thousand nine. Was it two thousand nine? Is that right? Yeah, two thousand nine. It's been thirteen, close 13 to sixteen years. Excuse me. Yeah, there's another movie that I've been waiting sixteen years for. That's that's why I have sixteen in my head. Okay, we'll get to that one much later. Uh, you haven't seen it
2: yet? Yeah. Haven't seen the first one.
0: Okay, that, I mean, did you miss we're, my we're, conversation we're with Brendan? we on Big Jim, man. Like what? Right. We, we, what? I mean, You've never even seen the first one? I've seen
2: Dances of Wolves, and I've seen The Last Samurai. So I get it. I know what it's about. I talked about this with Brendan when we were outside of Violent Night the other day. And he was shocked that I had And I was like, yeah, man, like, I... To me, it's amazing that, like, he was the special effects dude. And they sent a woman down to be like, what's up? And he just takes charge. Like, well, we're doing this, we're doing that. And they're like, that guy knows his shit. And he gets to make Terminator. Which is one of the greatest science fiction movies of all time. Great. I don't know. I thought I feel like he had a hand in writing it. Right? Yeah. Same thing with aliens, right? Him and Galen yes. Hurd? Right. Did he write this? Yes. Okay. With, with a big old team of writers. Right. Yeah. That's my thing. On it's this like,
0: one. The other the previous one I believe is Solo writing credit for the first one.
2: I just think that like if I'm not mistaken. I think he's only like he's only made ten movies, maybe? But there's thousands of things he shot and funded to shoot all underwater. And I think he just needed more money to fund that whole underwater thing. And I've said it before, when we figure out how to live underwater, it'll be James Cameron. Who's done it. He'll figure out the pressure deal and we'll get to live in the Mariana's trench. It'll be great. When they said like, Oh, only one cameras ever been to the bottom of the Mariana's trench. I was like, I wonder if sure enough, it was Jim Cameron. So that's great. I just, I don't know. I, I just, never really i think the word unobtainium just got to me early on and i was like this seems like a cop out i don't want to watch avatar anymore i don't know what it is i'm sure they're great i love sam worthington i love sigourney weaver you
0: know i even like uh, I, I fucking love Stephen lang but i, I was just, gonna say for Stephen lang alone the fact that you have not yeah watched these movies is is baffling well hey Noah, it was it came out what 13 years ago it could be up for two by
2: two you know, I mean, like, we could do like I, a last samurai and then the remake avatar. <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be done.
0: If I like pay it for your ticket, like, will you go watch it with me? Yeah. You'll go watch way of water with me. Yeah. You we'll
1: don't do
2: need that? to have watched the first one. Well, see, that's where you lose me. Why? why well, You telling me I don't need to know anything about going to like, he'll recap it for you. Okay. You'll get it. Would I get more of enjoyment, do you think, if I watched the first one and then I watched yeah, this one? Okay. I'd but be you in the don't know. need to. I don't need to, right.
0: You okay. can take my Blu-ray home because apparently the Disney Plus streaming quality is terrible on oh, the okay. original. But yeah, my try. Blu-ray still looks great. Okay. Um, I'll
2: give it the old college track, sure.
0: I just It just it passed me by. I know, and I know it feels probably like, oh, I missed it in theaters. Like, what's the point at this point? But I guess that's what I'm saying with Way of Water is, like, for the sheer experience alone, you need to go. Like, okay. We, this is what we do this shit for. I'm just okay. saying. If that's it's what like, you're, All right. You need to see it. Okay. My number 10.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Avatar Way of Water. Hasn't qu- it, probably by the time I finish this sentence, it will have outgrossed a movie. I can't even say the name of it because yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah, way yeah, higher yeah. on the list, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, possibly it did it did what it they needed it to do yeah. uh, which everybody was unnecessarily worried about whatever okay that's my number 10 okay my number 9
2: is a little movie called The Northman by Mr directed by Mr Robert Eggers I uh, saw it in theaters I've watched it twice since it came out on streaming I I I kind of listened to him i got into his thing i went back and watched the witch of course the lighthouse i can't i mean i got roped doing it because bex was like oh hello sarsgaard i was like easy keep your fucking pants on but yeah scar sarsgaard dude like he's just he's he's a fine specimen you know even when he's doing what he's doing in that episode of atlanta in season three like i'm just like bro yeah okay and then I made the joke the other night because I was like, see him here with the balding head and whatever. He had like a some movie. He was like glasses and a balding head. I was like, that's the SARS guard that would wind up. You would wind up getting with like, It's <laughs> not going to be the hot one. But yeah, no, I obviously it is that that whole it is a. Ancient fable, omelet, hamlet, it's all that sort of thing. Rolled it, it's the origin of that. The changes they make from that, taking it from like its traditional landscape and like you know, what considered as Iceland and like Greenland and all those where the Vikings were kind of moving it into the land of the Bruce and Ukraine and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, just beautifully shot of the time as all of his things are. And I don't know, I saw it early and it was one of those. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely glad I saw this in the theater just for the, and then like you get into stuff and you're like, that's, there's no way they didn't, they would not just, yes, no Vikings were that terrible. Like raider braiding parties were that terrible. like, We'll take the ones we want, and we'll put the rest into a building, and we'll burn the building. And then, if one of you dies, your wife will get burned burned with the rest of your body while she's singing, and they send you off in a boat. Like it's authentic. I can't. I can't I'm not going to argue history with that dude of anything. The witch, the lighthouse, this, because I know that guy's done ten years of research in a year on this thing to make this movie as authentically as possible. And that's. I just.
0: I appreciate well, that I when it comes to modern the pun intended magic trick of the movie is like, no, I'm just going to present Norse mythology straightforward Mm -hmm. the way it's presented and take it seriously and basically take it at face value, right? And that in and of itself will read as like, oh my god, we've never seen shit like this before in this type of like fantasy movie. But it's like, no, this is as real as you're just get. actually. The, yeah. I'm just playing it straight. That's what I'm right. Playing. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Northman is my number twenty five. Okay, enjoyed it quite a bit in the theater. Um, admittedly, my least favorite Eggers movie yeah. of the three so far. Um, I definitely. I don't know why we're getting into the the business side of it so far. It did make money. I know that. But Well, no, no, no. But I was going to say a situation where he gets a huge budget. And what I respected about that movie more than anything is you can see it all on the screen. Again, it's like, okay, he put it up there. And yes, it didn't do particularly well in the theater, but was notably one of the biggest VOD successes of 2022. And I think basically fully made its money back i don't know what the numbers are on it but it was in the top five from the time it came out basically till the end of the year and then since it's been on prime streaming obviously a lot more eyeballs on it as well Mm -hmm. so i think it did just fine obviously he has nosferatu right around the corner i cannot wait for that i think we get that this year i'm not sure what the turnaround time is but uh yeah, possibly a late fall release. Would yeah, because really I, cool I
2: want to say that. when I when I listened to his talk with Marin that he this had already come out because I'd already watched it, and I was just like, oh, okay. It was no. very early this yeah. year, so I feel like after press for that, he could probably get to it and get it done. If not, you know, be done now and waiting to edit or finish now and edit later for the year closer so to, to a Halloween release. Maybe I
0: need to throw it on on Prime again. Um, just highlight scenes. Just stop throwing it can out I, here before we move on. Sorry, go ahead. Can
2: I just say, is this not the fucking year of Ethan Hawke? No. Okay, because he's he's been in a ton of shit, and I'm like, where have you come from, he's, dude? I mean, he's always there, but like,
0: but no, seems... this this is not his year.
2: No, it's not his year. I'm just saying, his like, he was just first the... reformed a couple years ago, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like he's popped up in a ton of stuff. Yes, very active yeah. this year for sure. Which uh, makes me think that all probably was shot before COVID or like during COVID. During COVID, COVID
0: yeah, it yeah. was a lot of yeah. like I mean, that's why he's, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, I don't want, again, I don't want to say the names of stuff because I don't know if yeah, yeah, it's yeah. higher I get, on people's I get, list. But yeah, I, get it. Uh, I just wanted to say the Northman has like the closest thing to a live action uh, Dark Souls or Elden Ring. moment in it when he goes down to like claim the sword from the dead the the dead king yes you've seen it more times than i have i can't remember what the context of what's going on there but i was literally like dude this is like this feels like dark souls the movie i'm like you could make it like you could just make it Mm -hmm. that'd be really cool and this this is fine as the visual aesthetic for it oh yeah robert eggers i know it's not technically historically accurate but I'm sure you play those games. He oh, sure. strikes me as a fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh my number nine. It's another uh another big blockbuster that fucking delivered. Might be higher on your list. So I'll be subtle about it. I bought this for mom. For Christmas. Table. Table. Don't even have to say it. How Table. elegant was that? Okay, your number eight, brother.
2: My number eight is. Halloween ends hell yeah true to form uh yeah. the best one of the trilogy that we've got of the
0: green trilogy yes and we again we did we like lit- a three hour podcast it on it fine. We, we don't have to
2: it's not on here just to have one of these moments of hey go listen to another one we've litigated it I it think is we're definitely a, it, it,
0: it, oh it's a contrarian opinion yeah. at this point mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely but uh one that I still stand by uh, yes yeah it's the best of the three uh, agreed and we explained our reasoning for that and it's okay if you don't feel the same I know a lot of people who are very pissed off right. and I the way I recommended this to people who asked me like oh yeah you went and saw it like what'd you think it's gonna be on Peacock in a day or two should I stream it I'm like um, I loved it but I loved it because I'm somebody who has watched all of this franchise to death and I was like Something new? What? Wow! Uh Whereas a lot of people are like, something new?
2: Ugh. It's like that. Not a Halloween movie. movie. I remember Matt a long time ago was like, you know, all these Superman guys were like, we want something like Christopher Reeve like our childhood. Then you give them that with Superman. We want something new with Superman. We want a different Superman. <laughs> You're tough. never going to please anybody. But that's what I think I love about this more than anything is that like this guy for better or worse for COVID or no COVID had a vision. We kind of, again, we've litigated it. We possibly believe there was a different movie. We might've gotten had COVID not happened, but in terms of what we got ending in kills to getting to ends, it makes up, it makes it It, it stick the landing. As far as I'm concerned, we said that from the jump yes. and I I believe that. And it's, I can only thank them for doing that, for this featuring a, this. This is a pro town, Halloween Ends kind of podcast. Yes. So. And now
0: I will bid farewell to like yeah. probably 90% of our People listeners. Because listen. yep. they're like, y- you guys lost all credibility. <laughs> right. well, why do I care about the rest of your exactly. list? Exactly. Uh, to be clear, that was Gavin's pick. Yes, uh, not Noah's. Halloween Ends, though, to be fair, my number 22 oh, okay. of the year. Higher than the Northman. Yep. Just, just as you. Uh, had it you mean, my number you realize eight, we only have
2: one so far that's in a top 10 for each other right yes okay
0: my number 8 uh also probably higher on your list i bought this for dad for christmas
2: i may- maybe um
0: oh yeah, um table <laughs> okay. mother- i <I'm> just <laughs> yeah okay so to be clear you just said your number 8 which was Halloween ends, correct? Right. Okay. You said your number eight. And my eight is tabled, so So is is my nine. So we're going to actually come back to me right now for for my number seven. Go for it. I wish you'd been there with me, brother. My number seven is Clark's three. Go for it. Still haven't seen it. I'm not even going to put it down as a caveat, but I, I guess it... It needs to be said. I saw this as part of the roadshow tour. Right. So I saw it for the first time in the most hospitable crowd possible, full of Kevin Smith fans. Kevin Smith introduced the movie and then did a QA and a afterwards that was about an hour longer than the movie itself. Incredible evening. Loved it. But I have not rewatched it. But in the moment, this movie just delivered. It was just chef's kisses All over the place for like ninety minutes. It was just everything he did was beautiful, man. I just I loved it. It was it was perfect. It's not going to be. It is. I mean, truly for diehard fans only. Who else is watching Clerks Three at this point? Right. But I mean, I just yeah. It it hit me in all the fields. It was exactly. It it was even more beautiful than I thought it was going to be because he's just such a big softy these days. And, I was going to ask you, did oh, you man. did you go listen to him and Pete Holmes after I told you about it? Yes, some I, of the funniest shit ever. I've done most of did. his guesting stuff. Do some of the funniest us. shit yeah, ever, yeah. man. Yeah. God uh, damn! But yes, I absolutely loved it. Again, pretty much for fans only, but it would talk again. A movie that delivered. I I didn't know I had. I mean to go into a side note for a moment, he's part of the reason we even sit here and do this, at least for me personally, yeah, he's part no. of the the whole thing that got me into podcasting in the first place. Yeah. And he's continued to be that kind of like, every once in a while I got to go back to the well and like remind myself like all of his, you know, positive reinforcement of just like, yeah, dude, you just got to chase whimsy and like, just do shit, find something fun, do whatever you want to do. Like, as long as you're not hurting anybody and like, don't be afraid to well, try what shit. I, what I was going to say and is like- basically getting an entire night of that with a new movie right in it was just I mean what one, one of my favorite evenings of the year. It was also right before Halloween. It was just the perfect way to cap off October. It was it was great. Yeah. So that's my that's my number seven. Well, Say that, that's what I was saying is like the takeaway
2: I got from that is like anytime Pete Holmes said anything to me he's like,
0: Do I still get I, I still get to make
2: clerks? I still get to be Kevin Smith? Like he doesn't want like he fully is aware of like how lucky he is to do what he does he doesn't take that for granted and i could contrast that with or compare that to like the thing we went to in college where he was like i mean you can fucking make clerks like you can do that that's what you can do to get famous and i'm like this guy owns it like he knows what made him what made him successful why he's standing in front of us talking mm-hmm. he hasn't taken that for granted he's taken lumps in quote-unquote hollywood but still managed to like Eke out this place where, like, he can drop a movie like this, do a road show, have people like you and tons and of people the movie has,
0: like, already paid yeah. for itself and been, like, exactly. you know, way more profitable than it mm-hmm. ever would have been if you put it through a traditional studio release right. where they got to spend money on marketing, etc. He has figured out, this is my fan base. This is the level they'll support me at. Here's the number that I got to hit. Here's the budget I got to keep it under. And... Then I can keep doing
2: them as long as yeah, I want. Yeah, and it. he
0: gets to keep making the thing that is 100% what he wants to make. And this movie, for better or worse, in whoever's eyes, is exactly that. And I fucking I mean love and it. at the end of the day that's all that matters. Yes. Yeah. You're number 7. Nope. Okay. That was my number 9. Okay. I mean, what else is there to say? I absolutely loved it. It's just it's a great year for movies in my opinion. I had a lot of stuff that I really loved. Oh, okay. You bought we're mom, not that far apart. You bought
2: you bought mom two movies then because I was thinking another movie when no, you I said that. No, I
0: bought mom one movie and I bought dad one movie. Oh, okay. There's two things that do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I thought the other one I needed a table, but I don't. What was your number nine? Nope. Which we're talking about right now. Right. Then the other don't one. Don't get yet. lost in it. We'll yeah. see if it comes up. If it doesn't, I'll go back to it. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my number seven. Nope. Jordan Peele's nope. Nope. Yes. Three for three. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I've seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. Is it the best of the three? I mean, <laughs> is it the? I mean, you're gonna ha- you're gonna you're have a hard
2: time you're with never people ever gonna be ever, ever gonna, be ever get out gonna
0: again. replicate. Get out. Get out. For the moment it came out and and just how perfectly formed it was. Right. What I love though is that. He has just continued to like let his freak flag fly and get weirder and weirder, and the budgets keep going up. Right. Which is why I am so excited for like, dude. How much further can he keep like just pushing this envelope? Have because you watched? I, now, have you
2: watched any of the Twilight Zone stuff he's done? He's been a part of. As the I host have and seen all that. A a,
0: I've seen a handful of the first season, but I have not seen any of the set. they They're only on. Two so right. Far, right the last one he the last one of the first one with with Zazzy beats mm-hmm. or it's like a
2: meta meditation i think he directed i can't remember if he did is dope i will say this i've said it before when i went to us i was not given the premise of us and i was terrified mm-hmm. the flashback to the sitcom that we open with and then we see the full scene i was more terrified in those moments mm-hmm. than all of us and that's not to say us is bad us is amazing it's creepy. can happen. You never know. But it is just, it's so wild and out there, it works. This, with all the other wild shit that's going on, this is a nice, like, this is something you really ought to be afraid of. Like, this could happen regardless of what may be going on in the clouds. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, you know, fucking Michael Wincott, you got, I mean, it's just so... purple yeah. people eater. We don't deserve the perfect <laughs> shot or whatever yeah
0: like i just what do you, what can you say dude i i was i mean he literally took one of my i mean how long have i on this very podcast how long have i been asking for Wencott to get to come off the bench and do something yeah. <laughs> like really do something and and again i saw he was in the credits when this was announced and i was like are you kidding me dude like, if, I don't know if I could love Jordan Peele more than I already do. And I'm like, this is your cast list? You're like, oh, yeah, Kaluuya's back. Kiki Palmer. I'm like, I like her. Yeah. killing the bee. Hell, yeah. And I'm like, and then you take Steven Yun, like, in the conversation with Kaluuya as, like, one of the five best actors alive yeah. right now. And I'm like, hell, yeah. And then I just happen to look a little bit further. I'm like, Michael fucking Woodcott. So I'm already jazzed that he's going to be in it. But, the again, another thing that, like, that movie just kept delivering over and over again. Because, again, I went in knowing nothing. The trailers right. tell you nothing. Right. You have certain expectations, but the way that he just, like, completely twists those. And, I I mean, it's been out for a while. A lot of people have seen it at this point. Spoilers if you haven't gotten to Nope, Mom, I know you're watching it tonight, so you already, yeah, you've seen it by now. the The signs scene, if you will, where he goes into the barn and you see, I mean... In the moment, okay, I, I'm, I'm like, spe- I'm speechless, Utterly okay. Terrifying. And then when he punches one in the face, and you realize that it's the kids, I, my, like the joy that came across me, where I was just like, oh, dude, he got me, like <laughs> he's fucking with me, dude. Yeah. I was like, it's not. I was like, it's not like little green Moon. I was like, it's not. It's, it's something else. Something else going on here. And I was just, I, I love being in that space in a movie where you're just like, oh, okay, I thought I had a handle on this. Right. I don't, I don't know if, and then you start questioning like, I don't know if he has a handle on this. Right. And then, I, oh dude, the third act of that movie, it's just some of the most astounding filmmaking I saw all year. Yeah. Like, I wish I could have actually seen it in an IMAX, a proper oh, IMAX yeah, screen. Oh yeah, that would have been great. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have one down here, but, uh, yeah, I I had to go back for a second dose, and I I love that it again. Like we said, it, he's the budgets are getting bigger, and he's getting more and more fearless. I think, and just like I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna put some weird shit on screen, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have enough like you know, ambiguity where it's like I'm not I'm not spelling shit out for you. Like puzzle over it. Yeah, take your time with it. Like come back again, take another spin. Um, I me
2: mean, all of that stuff forgives the fact that. You fucking... Keith David is in this movie. no forgot
1: Keith David is in the movie.
2: Exactly. Yes. That, that, no spoilers for that. You will understand why when you watch it. But yeah, you forget that is a thing. Yeah. But it's so compounded with all this other stuff that when you realize, wait a minute, that wasn't just a random like coin that fell to the ground. What are you talking about? Because of that third act twist and the whole just, you know, yeah. I just... The idea of, like, filming it, my fa- my favorite moment was when he's like, you know, how are we going to get it? And, oh, I brought my own camera, runs on film. Like, Did I tell you this <laughs> motherfucker with a film that camera? Is, Let's go. Yeah, just, that, is, I love uh, it, the, that
0: is just one of those, like. That's one of those uh, moments, too, where I always wish I was sitting next to my brother. Every once in a while, I have a moment like that. Yeah. I'm just like, yep, we'd be vibing yep. over that right now. Uh, absolutely loved it. Nope was, what a great time. Yeah. I uh, can't wait for mom to watch it so I can snag that Blu-ray and rewatch it again myself. Yeah. All right. I'm a little lost in the sauce. That was seven for you? Yes, yeah, so it's your number back six. Back over to my number six. I'm taking a wild stab. I, maybe higher on your list? I'm just going to say it. The Batman. Table it. No, you don't have to table
2: it. It didn't make the cut. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Please. Okay. Okay.
2: I was thinking about it, but no.
0: You and I haven't talked much about it, but I'll boil it down for the listeners because I know some people that within our circles or whatever who were liked it but weren't weren't head over heels for it. This was my first Stone Cold 10 out of 10 for the year. Yeah. I agree. only had a handful, but this was one of them. Batman movies at this point, they're all about choices. Like, what? what's the director going to do? There's been just so many of them at this point. What are you going to do to distinguish yourself? And to that point every single decision that matt reeves made i was just i'm sitting in the theater i'm like yeah 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 i was like he's giving me everything i've ever wanted to see done with this character that hasn't been done up to this point and he's doing it on this grand epic three hour scale which i did not mind a second hell no um incredible paul dano performance uh incredible chemistry that has not really been present in the no, series no not at all. uh but between Pattinson and Zoe Kraft it's just like there hasn't been that much heat since Batman Returns like but yeah. since Pfeiffer and Keaton like yeah. come on man no Kidman and Kilmer <sighs> maybe a little bit but I don't know she's great in that movie Nicole Kidman is killing Kilmer's great as well the chemistry there I don't know yeah. There's a lot of dead parent baggage just hanging over everything. Which yeah. I like that like the movie doesn't really get caught up in it. We don't have to watch the pearls again. We don't have to watch them die. Like um the design of the suit, uh the whole look of the city. We're gonna um th- this is the first of many times he'll be shouted out. You asked me, was it Ethan Hawke's year? No, sir. If it's anybody's year, it's Colin Farrell. Yeah, it is actually. three incredible performances in three movies that are all in my top fifteen. Yeah. Uh so we'll get to the one straight later. I just I loved it, saw it twice in the theater and I've rewatched it twice on HBO Max. Yeah, and I just picked it up on Blu ray. Yeah. Um I I loved it. I loved everything about it. Patton said it's great. I can't wait for the next one. So excited to see where they go with it. I, lo- I love where we're at. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. No, that works.
1: I agree. <laughs> it's
2: my number works. 11.
0: It was my number 11. Hell yeah. Yeah. Totally fine. Yeah. Not, not not hate. I like Mayfield, who gave it a six, you know? Yeah. What the fuck well, was he thinking? I know, right? <laughs> we'll get to your list, buddy. We'll, <laughs> we'll see what you had ranked higher than the Batman. Yeah. Alright, so my You're number, number six. six. That's correct. My number six is something in the dirt. Hell yeah. Something um, in the dirt. Uh just outside my top twenty at the twenty one slot. This was a late edition as well. I knew it was gonna be on your list. Benson Moorhead.
2: I'm not gonna call him <laughs> Woober and Bernstein anymore. They've earned it. They're in this entire movie together and I fucking
0: loved it. I thought it was probably it's probably I, my favorite one they've ever put out. I knew you were gonna go hard for it. Yeah. Uh, if I got to rank them right now, I mean, it's right up there because, again, the turn of spoilers, I guess, for anybody who hasn't seen it. And if you're not familiar with their previous films, we got Resolution. Yes. Spring. Yes. The Endless, mm-hmm. which is probably still my number one. Mm-hmm. Synchronic.
2: Yes. Am I missing one? You're thinking of, like, the Moon Knight stuff. Here's the thing. when but they Am I
0: missing the... another movie?
2: No. When okay. they dropped... them all. When they drop this trailer, it has them as like directors Loki season two, and I'm like, did they do all of Loki season two? Are they doing one or two I, episodes? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Inter- it was just
2: interesting because yes. I I kind of forgot about Loki
0: having a TV show. But bringing but, this all, I I think this one, very similar to Clerks three in a lot of ways. And as much as this is a for fans of yes their stuff yes this is I this is not where I would start anybody no God, this no. is not very welcoming in terms of like vibe or tone or anything but if you have if you've watched the evolution of these guys to see like oh, okay we're in covid uh we're kind of restricted right now what can we do we you the know they're me. some of the most creative guys working today regardless on a low budget scale so to see what they what they cooked up basically i was very excited for it and i had no all i knew was vaguely like it's kind of conspiracy related and i was like okay well how's that going kind to of affect How is that going to fit into the grander universe they've established? Because, again, all of the movies we've mentioned are connected uh, to one degree or another. So... See, yeah I, I'm, I'm stepping all over. No, it's no, your no pick, saying, I, yeah, I would
2: say I just, if you're gonna start somewhere, start with synchronic. It's the most user friendly to get to. It has big name stars. That's how I got Becky into it. And then I like I would
0: backtrack to resolution followed by the endless. Because it doesn't right. work the other way. Right. If you do the end yes, no, you gotta do it. That resolution, way. then endless, yeah. yes.
2: Explain it how start to finish, all that. You can throw in spring. I explained spring to her. Spring's tangential enough, but still a very good movie. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. The ending is so good. I, I loved It's one of those, like, I don't. With I Taylor love it. Taylor Pucci, man. One, yeah, of my, man. one of my dudes. Wish yeah. he was in more stuff. Um, but I love that this one is so, like, it's so. It, it's the way it plays with you when they're like, so wait, why did you. When you did the reenactments, then, what were you. What were you, you know? Oh, the whole, the, yeah.
0: The whole the thing. The whole structure it's a mind It's of, just a fucking mind the, of, the, is this a, Am I watching a documentary? Am I watching a narrative film? That whole thing. I was just, yeah. But the fact that you're like an hour in and you're like, wait a second, <laughs> what's going on? Right. Cause they wait till about
2: the hour mark to where they pull back to the talking head of the documentary. Yes. And I just, I've, as far as endings are concerned to me, I'm just like, if you can't see it in that last scene, fate going into like, you know, the ending, you just, you're not, you just don't get them at all. Like, it's just, it's so
0: it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so perfect. Oh no. I I loved it. And again, it it also rounds into and literally the credits point this out, but it's it's a d- movie about these two dudes working together like through their creative process right. playing like heightened versions and like wild ass versions of themselves. But it coming back to like, yeah, this is about, this movie's dedicated to making movies with your friends, essentially. And I'm like, oh, right. dude, I just, yeah. No, yeah. it hit me in, in all the feels, which is not necessarily where you think you're going to be by no. the end of that movie. But uh, yeah, what a trip, dude. I We love those guys. Uh, very much looking forward to Loki season two. And whatever they cook up next in the, the Benson and Moorhead universe. And if you know anybody who knows them and we could talk to them, that'd be amazing. They seem pretty approachable. Maybe we should just shout them out on social media and, uh... Pray. Yeah, see if they'll come talk to us. Yeah, honestly. sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was something in the dirt. We're Now we're into the top five, is that correct? Top five! Kicking off the top five with one of my favorite directors uh, in the game right now, Mr. Park Chan-wook. It's decision to leave, uh... He, of course, is the director of such South Korean classics as *Old Oldboy, mm-hmm. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance. Uh, he did have an English-language film that I enjoyed quite a bit called Stoker. Uh, he worked on The Little Drummer Girl, uh, the AMC series, with the aforementioned Sarsgaard and Miss Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. um, which is also fantastic. What what else? Uh, the Handmaiden. Need I say more? I guess I will. Decision to Leave is a... Uh, Kind of neo noir thriller, but like a lot of Wooks stuff, is very genre bendy. It's it's hard to nail down uh, what exactly it is, and it's it's kind of elliptical. Kind of keeps shifting around. There's a there's a lot of Hitchcock in here, but like modern Hitchcock. Basic plot: uh, detective is investigating the possible accidental death, possible suicide. Or potential murder of a man and his wife might might have killed him possibly and spoiler alert he is a married man uh, you know that from the get go but he falls for the woman who may or may not have killed her husband even though we're pretty sure she fucking killed her husband
2: dial him for murder
0: that's where it starts it's very twisty and turny it's, what, it's one of those that I sat in the theater with just, and there's one other guy with me <laughs> sitting behind me. He sat um, right next to you. He's he one that. row behind me. It was a small theater, but I like to sit a few rows up for subtitled films so that I can read them clean. Uh, I just had a giant smile plastered across my face because it is one of those where you're just watching a dude who is just an absolute master craftsman and you're just like, dude, just take, just, yeah, just take me away. Like, show me this thing I've seen in a billion movies before, but I've never seen quite like this. Like, show me you. What? what you it's on it? my need to see list. Need to see list. So, it is available on Movie if you want to sign up for a free trial of Movie. They released it. It's their first theatrical release. Hmm. They, of course, are a streaming service that curates awesome movies. But uh, this is, their is that first the one that Mar- Malton into. does on his book, like, Movie? or like he might advertise for them. A lot of podcasts do. It's they, like, you
2: can like donate and like you can collaborate and like you can get early access to stuff that they make or whatever. Cause I, I think, I, I think so yeah.
0: essentially, but it's, it's the place to stream decisionally for free. If you have a subscription to that service. So again, you can sign okay. up for a movie a free trial if you want to, but it is also rentable on all your regular VOD services. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Just a pure pleasure of, uh, of genre <sighs> filmmaking. Uh, And yeah, it's just a great time. It's hard to talk in depth about without you having seen it. Right. And you, of course, don't want to give away too much. But uh, you want to talk about chemistry to just white hot performances, but not in the traditional definition of white hot. It is like the most sexual, sexy tension in a movie where there's no real sex (laughs) at all. Um, It's great. I loved it. Can't wait to watch it again. Uh, decision to leave. That's my number five. Kicking it off strong. Yeah. keep it going. Number five. My number five is a movie called Prey. Hell yeah! Yeah, enjoyed it quite a bit. I'll I'll let you know where it is. Okay. Tell us about it. It is a uh, a sleeper
2: entry. If you're if I'm if I do say so into the Predator franchise, I was not aware this was coming out. My buddy Perk. He uh sent me a trailer and I was watching it work, didn't have my headphones plugged in, I was just looking at it, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, why am I why is he so amped about this? And in my mind, I'm thinking like, why would Perk send me this? What's going on? And then I see The Triangle. The Triangle, yeah. and I'm like, oh shit, this is a Predator movie. Dun, dun, dun. And for them to you're basically like, go back
0: You're like, this is on Hulu? This now? is coming out on
2: Hulu. Yeah, I was looking because you know, the Hellraiser movie came out on Hulu, a couple of things came out on Hulu. And I was just like, they had no, again, they had no fucking business being this goddamn
0: good. Okay. It was amazing. I liked Prey quite a bit. Yeah. And we don't have to get into this, but I do have Hellraiser ranked higher than Prey.
1: Oh, okay. I know
0: I went for it way more than you did. I thought the Hellraiser uh, remake, soft reboot, whatever we want to call it, sequel, um, I thought it was uh, quite the success for what I was wanting from that movie. Right. But uh, anyways... Prey, I thought was quite the fun time. My only real issue with it: why couldn't I have gone to the theater to watch that shit? Right. Yeah. Um, I but, do. Uh, I do think there's some dodgy effects. There's a little bit of where I'm just like, keep it. Like the, that cloaking effect is iconic mm-hmm. from the first one, and it's like it works just as well in the second one. It's almost one of those effects that's so good that I'm like, we didn't need to update this. Right, like we didn't need to update the look of this. When they're using the shrouding effect early on in prey, that is the only time where I'm like, eh. but once he gets to kind of cut loose, I'm mm-hmm. I'm there for
2: it. But um, I also like that it's you could tell that this is because it's a you know it's a female that he's hunting mm-hmm. one of the first you know first. To, I mean there are other females in this series, but like she's the main one. She let us
0: could, not forget Sonali. Yeah,
2: A V P. Yeah, or I was thinking. I don't really <laughs> there are no other ones What's So I was one? really wondering where you were going uh, with this. Elena from Predator 2 She's not really a combatant because he doesn't no, kill her Because she gets... she's pregnant Yeah, I thought she does get killed Predator 2, no, he lets her live because he sees she's pregnant He doesn't kill her When I she think... comes back looking for Jerry He rips Bill, Bill Paxton's skull out I know, out. but I,
0: th- I always thought she died in that scene So what happens to her for the back half?
2: They tell her she needs to get to the ER stat and They take her out of there
0: and then you get into the back. They're half pulling because, her out of the subway right, right. on a gurney. But
2: you could, you definitely never you, you, come back to her. No, right? you don't know what you don't know if then she has to the
0: third. The, yeah. Dude, I rewatched Predator Two after Prey. Yeah, I mean, I know it's like I guess the unpopular opinion now, but I still think it's the second best one. Yeah. Like I liked Prey quite a bit. Yeah, but I rewatched Predator Two afterwards because I was like, I've seen the first one a billion times. The the third act of Predator Two is amazing. Is Worth the price of admission. I wish I, I know people have either. issues with like the first chunk of that movie, but that third act is unimpeachable. It's so good. Yeah. It is so good.
2: And the fact that they chose to me, this is like the spiritual prequel to Predator 2 because. You get the flintlock pistol
0: that, like, the connection. Yeah, the connection. No, I mean, that's amazing. Was my, that was easily. That's my a little, part. that's a, I knew in the Easter back ride. of my head, I was like, we're going to get there. I was like, eventually, are they going to do it? And then they yeah. did it. It was mm-hmm. one of those things where you're just like, they did the thing. And I'm yeah. very happy that they did the thing. Mm-hmm. And but I just hope just they the... do it. So apparently, this went over very well. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure they're kind of kicking themselves in the ass for like, oh, we probably should have put it out in theaters. We probably would have made like 120 mil easy yeah whatever um so i guess they're doing fetty albert after all this bullshit with the alien franchise Mm -hmm. of like you know bomb camp was supposed to get to do the oh yeah direct sequel to two and undo all of that did you watch rampage by the way i didn't get a chance to i want to watch. i'm gonna i'm probably just gonna run it again it looked great side note and i don't mean to get a sidetracked michael bean has never been better Not uh, remove the performance aspect from it. He has never looked better than Rampage. He is a snack and a half, dude. When you see post ticks pre abyss, right? I think so. Yeah, that's right in between. Yeah, that would be the only only time. When you see him in this in DA mode, in casual DA mode, in like skin tight denim, a polo that is just like perfectly cut around the chest. Oh, well, I, I bet Harris- it's post Navy
2: SEALs. I bet Dude, it's post Navy SEALs. He looks amazing. I was just like oh my God. Yes. What if we yeah. what if we paid somebody to put Michael Benn from Rampage as the other DEA agent or whatever in to live and die in LA, the one who makes it out? We do
0: love... Peterson. We do love our Bean. boy, though. The other... Pankow, dude.
2: Pankow. Cow. Yeah. I
0: re-listened to that episode after I... So I, I re-watched Live and Die in L.A. Yeah. Like, a like, couple months back. And then I was like, oh, I really want to listen to a podcast about this. And I'm like, oh, wait. We did do. a podcast about... I did it, one of those. Yeah. So, I'm listening yeah. to my own boy. I sat I just, and listened I, to our yeah. episode again, and I just... I I strive to make you that happy when I when I introduce you to a new movie. You're so I, so on board. That's
2: how I feel when I like I go back and listen to the thing where I played you Ian Matthews. You're like what is this uh, yeah, '70s dude. song I've never heard before? Yeah, yeah no. I live for those moments, those gotcha moments, man. It's not rude. It's just like we fa- I found something you didn't know about. I love those.
0: I said I wasn't gonna get sidetracked. I got sidetracked by the bean. Okay, Fede Alvarez uh-huh. of Evil Dead remake Ooh. fame apparently now is getting to take the reins on some sort of new alien project but they're doing the same thing it's it's a for hulu movie and i'm again just like why yeah like are you really getting that many new subscribers like what is the downside of putting it out in theaters i don't i don't get it i'm at i'm at a little bit of a loss i don't understand what the industry is anymore yeah I mean, COVID man, it's twisted all around, but yes, I thought it was great. Yeah. We got I loved everybody it. used to watching shit at home. Well, here's the thing.
2: I think I loved that many people probably don't take advantage of. There is a cut on Hulu. You can watch of that movie with just traditional Comanche dialogue. That's it. Comanche, Comanche. whatever. You call oh, it. that's yeah. how
0: I watched. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. You have no English speaking, no whatever. And I, I love it that They're like, let's do a take for the, the, the one that people. And the thing is you could totally put the, that take the one where there's little to no dialogue in theaters and go from there but no you just you instead you give me two versions on Hulu I'm not mad at it but I think you probably you probably are kicking yourself where it's like we gotta test this if anything make it limited on Hulu for like a week and if you get like the numbers then say now we're gonna have a theatrical
0: release I don't know I don't, I don't, know don't how understand you do it. why it's not the reverse I don't understand why it's not Netflix theatrical oh, yeah. re- no theatrical release it's out. We, we drop it for two weeks in the theater. Let it do what it's going to do. It stays. It stays. And then after two weeks, it's available on Hulu. Guess what? That's the only place to watch it. You can't rent it on VOD from Prime or another service or whatever. So it's like, if you have Hulu, great. Or you're incentivized to like, hey, I missed it in the theater. I'll sign up and mm-hmm. do a trial, whatever. But then... You're still bringing in the theatrical revenue for people who want to see it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess they're like, "Well, we don't want to lose that cut that we have to pay just you know, theater, the theaters themselves. We'd rather just keep it all within our streaming structure." But again, I don't understand how streaming is profitable. I don't get how you make money to continue to make more stuff off of this when there are no ads. But a lot of them are introducing ads this year. We're getting we're getting sidetracked. The industry's in shambles. Yes. <laughs> just want to make that clear. Thanks a lot,
2: coronavirus. Uh, okay. That was my number five. We'll that was your number four. Five.
0: My number four is The Eternal Daughter. This is the lone film on my list that was a VOD watch, regrettably. Just straight up didn't have an opportunity to see it. Nobody picked it up here in theaters. This is the latest film from Joanna Hogg. Uh, her two prior films have made my year-end list uh is it the first cow lady that is uh, you know what respect for being in the ballpark brother because it's not the, she's it's the, not the nightingale lady no that's jennifer kent yeah it's uh, not the first kelly Reichert is the first cow lady okay who does have a new one that just snuck in at the end of the year with Michelle Williams that I don't know if is available? I think it's getting released in January, but it was limited release before him. Huh. Joanna Hogg did the Souvenir and the Souvenir Part Two. Oh, ooh, uh, yeah, 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 okay. Two movies that I've discussed in previous episodes that deeply touched my soul. Here is the thing: I was excited for the Eternal Daughter because it stars One Miss Tilda Swinton, and I knew it was a COVID project, and I knew from the trailer. It's Tilda Swinton in a dual role, playing mother and daughter. I'm like, cool, sign me up. Vaguely pitched as a horror movie. They're in a secluded English manner. It's very foggy. Uh, only one of them's real. I mean, yeah. Which spoiler I mean, you which you kind of guess right from the get go. And it's not treated, to be honest, as this as this huge reveal. Cause what's what the reveal is about an hour and a half into this, spoilers for anybody who has who wants to see the Attorney You've already seen it. If you were excited for this movie like me yeah, yeah. and dropped fifteen dollars to watch it the second it was available on VOD, the first day, uh the first evening, as a matter of fact. Um you already you were already in the bag for this, but then you got this beautiful present that I'm about to reveal. So again, if you haven't watched it, don't listen to this. But the secret is this is the Souvenir Part Three. Oh, but I didn't know that, and you wouldn't know that until you watch this movie. And you're kind of in the back of your head. You're like, "Well, Tilda as the mom kind of looks like the mom from the Souvenir," but you write it off in your head as like, "Okay, but yeah, we're in a different time period. This seems like it's present day. Like, okay, but it's also kind of timeless because again, English manner, it's foggy. Like you're, it's in a dreamlike headspace to begin with, but then. You get the names of the, and she refers to her daughter as Julie at one point. I'm like, oh, Julie, Julie. Wait, like the, like the souvenir. And okay, so in the souvenir part one and two, the Julie character is played by Tilda Swinton's daughter, Honor mm. Swinton Byrne, huh. and Tilda Swinton plays the mother. But in this one, I was just like, oh, Tilda. But it's because it's the older version of Julie, the same character now but also her mother so she's playing she's playing scenes against herself in old age makeup and it is it is not even one where they're like oh we're gonna try and do the like trick your eye with like stand-ins and like have them in the same frame together it is like intentionally drawing your attention to the fact that like no this is you know we're going back and forth between these setups and how she would have played these scenes you know right um some of the most gorgeous compositions of the year great atmosphere but the reason i bring that up though is because you could watch this cold but i feel like where it ultimately gets to does not hit unless you have the two priors contacts but it is a a notable departure tonally at least at first from those previous two movies hmm. so you could kind of come to a cold. we're almost in like a weird Ty west situation I'll just say a Ty West situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Because all his situations are weird. But yes, uh, The Eternal Daughter, huge recommend. But again, with the caveat that I do hugely recommend that you need to see The Souvenir Part 1 and 2 prior, which are phenomenal films. All of these movies have made my year-end list. Uh, And The Souvenir Part 1 kind of changed my life. So uh, yeah, go go watch those movies. Okay. (laughs) My number four? Your number four
2: barbarian hell yeah uh glad it's getting a shout out one of my favorite movies of the year one of my favorite horror movies in the last five ten years what
0: a great year for horror so
2: perfect i mean i was telling people the other day
0: the way that they shoot that house i think and is amazing it's had its moment but this is still one that i would like to talk around spoilers just i want to put that out there i'm not gonna let's let's not yeah i mean you got But we can dance around. You got
2: another Sarsgaard here. Yes. And you've got the the total misdirects of stuff I love. This is the
0: uh, the epitome of perfect casting. Yes. A hundred percent. The most genius casting of the year. Yes. Um, It worked like gangbusters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. And the The, fact that you. The other Sarsgaard, as you mentioned, Bill. Bill. uh, Justin Long. And I feel like. I need to give her a moment and look up her name because every time everybody talks about this movie, they mention the two of them and nobody mentions the female lead. Yes. And she was phenomenal. She was amazing. So, excuse me for a she moment. She held everything together that we perfectly. don't have her name at the tip of our tongue. Georgina Campbell as Tess. Yes. Uh, yes. You know the setup from the trailer. Great marketing. Every, mm-hmm. Everything they did with this movie was just pitch perfect. One of the best. Did you see it in the theater or did you see it at home? I HBO watched it at home. I didn't get a chance to see it. But, but nobody had... Nobody had spoiled anything for you. Nope. Okay. It was a
2: fucking... I love twists and turns and everything. And when you can get me and I'm like, huh? And then I'm forced to reckon with the idea that like, oh no, this could totally happen. Well... It is
0: Detroit of all places.
2: Well, and... when you Fucking Richard Brake, I mean, come on, man. You can't go wrong with that guy. Yes.
0: You want a piece of shit, asshole. One of the most unsettling sequences uh, of film where I was just like, I don't want to be trapped here for too long. (laughs) Like, can we... Can we not be in this sequence mm-hmm. too much longer? Uh, okay. Lo- loved it top to bottom. Yeah. Great year for horror. This was definitely right at the top, right there neck and neck with another one is the top of my list. This was my number 14, uh, just outside of the, outside of the top 10 great time don't spoil it for anybody i just want to shout zach crager the director yes i can't wait to see what he does next make more of these please yeah um i need this this type of horror and tonal mastery yes in my opinion completely uh and you know where he's from because you you used to watch these guys a little bit back when the ifc channel was part of our cable package Uh the whitest kids you know really He's him and Trevor Moore were like the two main dudes. Oh, yeah, okay. R.I.P. Trevor Moore, who I think passed away earlier this year. Yeah. Aww. um, yeah, dude, I can't wait to see what he does next. This one, it came out of nowhere. It's it's nice yeah. to get surprised every once oh, in a yeah. while, and this was quite the surprise. Definitely, I agree, hundred percent. Hell yeah, Barbarian. Uh my number three. The banshees of Inishirin. Table it, or.
1: Oh, hell yeah, table brother.
0: It. Or as, as Veronica likes to call it, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran? Yes. <laughs> That's what she thought it was called for like months. I like that we're tableing it this close to the top three. This is exciting. What, what's your number three? My number three
2: is everything, everywhere, all at We'll once. put it on the table, God damn it. All right, then. <laughs> Should we go to your number two?
0: Yes, because I don't think you've seen this one. All right, go ahead. Tar. No.
2: <laughs> is that from the tobacco guy? The music guy? Do you make a movie? tar. Uh, no, but it is
0: from Todd so, Field. Who's Todd Field? Who, who might have Field? Fields. Field? Todd Fields? Nice it is Fields. Dude, we dedicated a whole tube. It is Field. There is no S. I, oh. I I gotta trust my instincts. Yeah, you should one of my favorite filmmakers of all time if you recall a little 2x2 two two retro review about a film called In the Bedroom
2: oh he's back again he disappeared for
0: about 16 wait years wait a minute
2: that's the one he's <laughs> the one he's the twister guy he's the twister yeah, guy yeah I know who that no guy tough, yeah. he's Nick
0: Nightingale from uh, another 2x2 two two retro review plug 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 eyes wide shut right. one of the best episodes we have ever recorded you were on fire Oh, I did my research. Oh, I go back and listen to that one. (laughs) I did my
2: research for that one. I knew stuff. That was a great episode. Yeah, that was fun. We ought to do
0: that again. We ought to do eyes wide (laughs) shut. No, for sure, dude. We did every year.
2: Just, just any movie with (laughs) like creepy sex stuff in it, like creepy, like well, that that was
0: that was the summer of sexual seduction. That was, uh, which we definitely probably should bring back again. Yeah. Okay. Tar, is the latest film from Todd Field. Again, he he made in the bedroom, stone cold masterpiece one of my favorite top one of my 10 favorite films of all time that's seen a lot uh and then went on to little children with kate winslet patrick yeah. wilson and old jennifer connelly yeah and uh subsequently oh, just just <laughs> <laughs> sorry It subsequently just kind of checked the fuck out and uh a lot of projects that never quite came together you know i just one of those guys i would always like well let's check on the old imdb uh Oh, he's going to make, at one point, it was like, he's going to make Blood Meridian, the Cormac McCarthy oh, novel, yeah, the most violent great. Western ever written. Yeah. And I was like, wait, like, for real? Like, this is going to happen? And it was listed as, like, in pre-production <laughs> for, like, months and then years, and then that never happened. So I've been waiting. And just out of the blue, I think it was, tail like, it was earlier this year. I forget when it got announced, but it was just like... Hey, by the way, Todd Field's back. New movie. It's called Tar, um, and it stars Kate Blanchett as a female composer. I'm like, all right, cool. Sign me up. I don't care. The trailers start dropping for it. I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. Cool. Whatever. Let's do it. Oh, it's two hours and forty minutes. All right, make it longer. I don't give a shit. Let's do this. I saw it with. Z- virtually no context whatsoever, which is how I think you should go into it as well. Any movie you should go with no context. Uh, yeah, arguably any movie, but uh Dynamite performance. She's probably gonna win Best Actress. She's not my best actress of this year. Uh that's somebody I'll shout out when we circle back around to things. But uh incredible performance. It's one of those where it's like I mean the movie does not function without her, but I mean, you know, Stanley Kubrick died in 1999 and we're we're never going to get another Stanley Kubrick movie but we do have a guy who worked with who him who worked with probably, him and yeah. uh maybe maybe it's like the closest thing we're going to get to touch a little bit of that magic these days. Tar again 16 years of anticipation can you can you wait on a movie longer than that? Are you going to tell me what it's about? Or I got to watch it. You don't know what it is. You want to no, do you want to give I give you like the bake
2: give me like the briefest tip? It doesn't even have to be a narrative sentence.
0: Just tell me things to make me watch it. Set in the international world of Western classical music, the film sitters on Lydia Tarr, widely considered one of the greatest living composer, conductors, and first ever female music director of a major German orchestra. You said it all, man. You said it good. It's. I want you to watch it and realize what it's about as it's happening. Okay. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, is it a about, modern day study on how we treat women in this country? It's no. Okay. Um. It is actually a very. Oh my god. It's so many things. It is one of those movies that is literally. It feels like the most. Along with a movie that you already mentioned, that spoiler alert is my number one now, uh. But it feels very much of this moment and about a lot of things that have been talking points for the last several years, but approaches them in a very, a way that is kind of a Rorschach test for its audience where it's like, I'm not telling you how I feel about this. I'm not Mm -hmm. telling you how you should feel about this. I'm just presenting some characters and some opinions and feelings. And maybe you take from them what you will. Uh, that's why I hesitate to describe too much about it. She is a female composer who has risen to the heights of what that means for her industry. So within her world she's at the absolute height it's, it's kind of no no, no, no. <laughs> it's really not it's not it's not a male female thing but to the degree that it's not a male female thing, it's very interesting I again I don't want to say too much but I will say it is about seeing somebody at the height of their powers take take a tumble that's all i want to say so it's like the oscars last year oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little it's bit. it's got a little bit of that in there yeah. it's it's been branded as a cancel culture movie yeah. it's not really that's not it. it that is an element of it but that's not what the, it's that it would be disingenuous to boil it down as like it's the cancel culture movie of 2022 it's not yeah. um and that's not a way to sell it to you either um it's a character study at the end of the day and it just has top to bottom some of the best performances of the year it's a it's a vibe it's one of those movies you gotta kind of lock in with but if you do um, it may end up being like your number two retroactively maybe what is your number two my number two is The, the Banshees of The Banshees of, Banshees of Anna Sheeran Anna Sheeran. <laughs> of Ed Sheeran yeah I'm glad did you catch it on HBO Max yeah so this was a late edition is this the most recent movie you've seen no Oh okay, wait. Of your list, was this the most yeah. recent edition? No, no, no. no. Oh. My number three was. Oh, okay. Well, it's yeah. only been up here for a bit. Yeah, it's it's been up on HBO Max rather. I have another movie yeah. that didn't light the world on fire at the box office, but is it my
2: word on fire? I tell you, dude. I mean, really freaking good, <laughs> Really fucking good. I, dude, that the scene where he's going like, "You gotta go home," yeah. Your father, he's been hit by a, a milk truck. Oh no. Yes, it can happen. I know. That's how my mom died. I was like,
0: <laughs> brilliant. I just, I can't. It's one of those where you're just like, well, this is like the oldest comedic setup ever, right? Like, right. this is timeless. Right. But you're like, well, there's a reason why it's timeless. It's good. Oh, dude. It, that got it. I mean, that was the biggest laugh in the theater by yeah. far. Uh, people ate that shit up. That shit was funny.
2: Is that, I, just, I mean, look, people talk about the two of them in, in Bruges, and I've never seen that movie. And I keep what thinking, are you like, doing with your life? That's Brother. what I keep thinking about, <laughs> That's what I keep thinking. But it, I, so, like, I'll just tell you such this: an
0: int- uh, without spoiling anything about that movie, such an interesting pairing because the dynamics of the characters and the like are completely flipped. Right. Continue. Well, no, like,
2: the, literally, this just showed up on HBO Max, and I was like, "Oh, is this another like? Is this one of those like? Oh, they were in in and they made another." I, I was in a very just like, you know, uh.
0: You hadn't heard, and you you don't know that this is, for instance, one of the most critically acclaimed movies of the year that will definitely be nominated for Best Picture, and like no, I had no idea. It up on Max received. And I was just like, yes. let me
2: just check it out, and I was like, this is fucking funny, like this oh, is hilarious. Right? Yes, absolutely. This is. I was dying laughing half the time. I was like, he, he did it. He said he was going to do this shit, and he fucking did it. He threw it at his goddamn house. Like, what do you? Mm-hmm. And then you know. Halfway through it when he finally, when Colin Farrell finally is like, well, this is and he goes, oh, he was actually quite brilliant. I don't know if I like him again or not. Like, I just, what the fuck? You know, it just, and having that set with like the idea that like over there across the water on the mainland is this Catholic Protestant civil yeah, war deal going on. Yeah, between brothers like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's so, it's, it's a, just so bad shit. Well, but it's it, also, but it's, it's so such
0: a, a, such a simple movie that is so deep and meditative and like what it's saying it's one of those things that like it gives you the space to sit with it right and it is like you said hysterically funny but like most martin McDonough movies when he wants to make that turn towards like i'm gonna rip your heart out he oh, can yeah. do it and i will say this was one of those where i i know people are still catching up to it again didn't light the world on fire but it seems like it's it's doing well now that it's More widely available for people at home, and a movie that's not like make or break that you saw it in the theater kind of thing. Like it's it's fine to sit at home with it for sure, but um, in the theater, i I was want I was like, dude, knock me out like with the end of this. Like I want I want to get there emotionally, essentially, and I didn't quite get there in the theater, but it was one of the the more and more I reflected on that final scene with them on the beach and that line delivery of Colin Farrell where Gleason is just like, thanks for looking after me, dog. He's like, I can't even replicate it. I I Mm -hmm. actually, I won't. But the way that he says anytime, it's the last line of the movie. I was just like, wait, that was it though. That was the, the whole emotional catharsis and everything I was looking for. And now every time I haven't rewatched the movie yet, but I will just think about that scene and get emotional. Um, and the the midpoint scene, like you mentioned, where he comes into the bar, and it's just kind of that, like, no, like my parents were good people, like my sister, she's a good person, like it's it's it is enough just to be a decent person. Like right. people will remember that. Um, it's just I. Mean, well, all that's called, Farrell, all that's called I, up I, in
2: Brendan Gleeson with like the the yeah, I'm getting older, and like what am I going to do? I'm and grasping I'm grasping like, for meaning. I but I that's need to and it's so yeah. big. You're like fuck they thought
0: about that back then i no, do that yeah. shit all the time now well and you're it's, also like dude they had a lot less other stuff to distract themselves with back and they're then. still doing that exactly you it's know just, yeah it's like back then yeah i know it was like you can go to the pub and uh play with your farm animals yeah. and i guess that's about it um but colin farrell this is the second time we're shouting him out yeah um the other movie, which is just outside of my top ten, is After Yang, which yeah, is on good. Showtime. Highly recommend to people as well. He's always been one of my favorite actors and he just he has the most soulful eyes and face and this is the best use of it in recent memory. I I know I have, I have yet to see it. I know Brendan Fraser or Fraser, excuse me, is essentially a shoe in for best actor, but I would not be upset if Colin Farrell like pulled the Anthony Hopkins and stole it out from underneath him, and uh, everybody was really upset about it. But it would be 100% justified because again, to to have something like in this year, like After Yang is a very subdued, subtle, yeah. internal performance. You know, the Penguin you know who it is? is very. Like, it's
2: fucking a 24s year. Meh. Dude, have you seen the shit they put out this year? It's they, they got some
0: bangers, bro. I agree, but they, I, they're they also, to their detriment, they're putting out a lot more yeah. than they used to, given year to year. And I, I don't know if all of them have hit necessarily. But I think Eternal Daughter is A24. After <laughs> after, after yes. There's been a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's their year. I, clearly not at the box office. No. <laughs> the but, Northmen, uh also A24. Uh, but yeah. Uh, sorry. You're getting me distracted. Yeah banshees are we still talking banshees yeah we are I mean yeah everybody should see it it's on HBO max you wouldn't be upset if I don't know if I can watch it oh yes I don't know if I can watch it. yeah it. I, w- I wouldn't be upset if Farrell pulled it out sorry I was just saying he's always to me been an extremely like soulful actor and I like that you have within this year that something that can be as like gregarious and out there as the penguin performance where it's like just put a bunch of makeup on me I'm just like I'm gonna lean into it I'm going I'm having a good time can't we, we get the series this year I think yeah, the Penguin series on HBO Max. Yeah, um, yeah, just the range, man. Mm-hmm. He's always been one of my favorites. I, I, I can't wait to see what he does next. He's just always, you know, he's just one of my dudes. Yeah, I'll check out anything he does.
2: Uh, Great performance. Definitely say maybe stay away from the North Water if you love him that much. But again, amazing. Go see uh, it. Go watch it. So I mean, but if you I want to see, see him away.
0: in full on Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Plain. You want to see load. those eyes change from like
2: the softest, like whatever you were talking about, to just like that is pure fucking evil. The North Water, but like a vacant evil, like right. an
0: evil that looks at you and know, goes like, "What do you? What do you expect the from me? Eyes. Like seriously? <laughs> like, eyes, humanity for yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a great show! Mm. Shout out to the North Water. We're not on a TV podcast, but as always, watch the North Water. <laughs> right. Uh, so.
2: We're gonna to have to go to your one to talk about my three, in order. Then I'll go to my one to get one, your number one, which is, I would imagine, it's gonna cover your number eight. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Let's do it. What's your number one? You already mentioned it. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's everything, everywhere. All at once. All at once. <laughs> what can I, I, mean, I What can you say? I'm. I mean, the movie says it all. Yeah. <laughs> at full volume repeatedly and yeah. i loved it so <laughs> um, fucking good it is pure sensory overload uh, it is emotional overload oh it God. is uh film baking overload it is it's Fuck. it is everything it is a i have not laughed. movie made on a minimalist intimate scale it is uh, I, I have not laughed harder in a movie
2: we haven't talked about this it year at all so since watching Michelle you come home to Jamie Lee Curtis playing a piano with her toes because in that universe people have hot dogs for fingers. I <laughs> that fucking, was your moment. I fu- I mean I was laughing the entire time up to it, but I had to stop. I had to have Bex turn it off. I was like, "Can you just? I need. I want to know what's going on here. I have to stop this. The fact that they like they show you a because she. I just talked to her about like the Barbie trailer. I was like, "This is the scene they're making fun of." Like, they're they're trying to be this scene from 2001 with the Barbie trailer. Here's how you understand it. You know, I'm explaining to her. I was like, Noah has this tattoo on his arm, all this and that. And then, like, when they go back and they give you that 2001 shot, but the apes have, like, hot <laughs> dogs for fucking fingers. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then to cut later on to it, all the versions of Jamie Lee Curtis, that one was my favorite because it's like... They want to be so close, and they want to. But it's like they fucking unbox fingers. How fucking stupid is that? But it's so fucking funny. But every oh all of
0: stupid, ridiculous multiverses all have an emotional payoff within them. Yes. Which I was just like, how? Yeah. How did you guys do it? Yeah. Um, they're fucking magicians, dude. The Daniels are just yeah. There's nobody else doing shit like this. I'm so glad that this was like a big coming out party for them i've been rooting for these guys for forever it seems like love swiss army man i mean going back to like the manchester orchestra the Down for what video days mm-hmm. like they're just super creative um and they've always had that just like that again tonal go for brokenness that you just the stuff that the weird little Id- idiosyncrasies where it's like most people would be like oh yeah it's a funny idea like But it would get shouted down in the room. These are the guys who, like, they don't shout each other down. Right. (laughs) They escalate, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, we're yeah we're gonna put butt plugs on Jamie Lee Curtis's desk in the background, (laughs) and we're gonna pay it off an hour later." (laughs) Um, Yeah, just shit like that. Where in the moment I'm like. Oh, okay they're just like cause she's a hard ass and like these yeah. are the, her awards or whatever yeah. but the fact that it comes back as a narrative plot point yeah. <laughs> and then we get to have a fight with dudes with dildos like shoved up their butts
2: because you have to do the almost unthinkable but it all thing it makes
0: logical to... narrative sense yes yeah that's why we do this that's yeah. why you go to the movies Yeah. um so many emotional beats that yes. just tore me apart but the with the things that i also did not expect to get so emotionally wrapped up in the build up to when michelle yo finally gets to cut loose and like do her martial arts shit oh yeah i didn't realize how emotional i was going to get Where i was just like I, don't, I like again as when we were kids they were royalty as far as I'm concerned. Her and Jackie Chan were like the coolest people on the planet. Yeah. And it's just, and I, fucking, I mean, I adored Crouching Tiger when I was a kid. I was obsessed with it. She's so fucking cool in that movie. And I just like, I didn't realize how emotional I was going to get. Just like, she's, she's doing the thing, man. Just like watching her become a badass again and the transition from that character to like, now she's got her skills back and shit. I like that got me emotional, and then Kiki Kwan just like, I mean, Short Round was like, I mean, yeah, I have such an emotional attachment to him as an actor, and the whole the full circle story of that. If he does not win Best Supporting Actor this year, I I quit. I quit everything. Yeah. Um, If that's not the most beautiful story of just like. Yeah, I kind of, you know, I faded to behind the scenes. I was I was doing stunt work and stuff, but like, it's kind of thing about hanging it up. And then I see Crazy Rich Asians. I see Michelle Yeoh. I see all these actors. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I, w- I feel like I'm missing out. Maybe I should give this one more go. And the fucking first thing he does or comes across on his way back is this. A role that you're literally like, this feels like it was like, who else could ever have pulled this off? Only... Data. Oh, could literally. I cannot think of a single other actor who could eat. just. He just crushed it, dude. Yes. It's one of those where I'm like, it's such a singular performance. It is that, like, Christoph Waltz and Glorious Bastards thing where you're yes. just like, yeah, just that thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, just give him all the awards. We're just like, nobody else can do that thing that he no. did. And he's the emotional heart and soul of the movie. Oh, yeah. His whole speech about, like, we just gotta, like, we got to be good to each other even when we don't know what's going on. Like, the way all of that stuff hit, the emotional arc with the daughter. Fucking James Hong is in this movie. Yes. And he gets an emotional payoff, dude. It just it just was so overwhelming in the theater. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'll, I can feel those things again re-watching it. They put it up on Showtime a couple weeks ago. And I watched it. and showed it to for, for the first time, and it, it was the exact opposite. I was getting like I was starting to cry because I knew things were like coming up. Where right. I was just like, oh, I forgot how good this is. Like, it's just, it's everything, dude. It it is as advertised. I don't. I mean, and I I don't want to jinx it. It's kind of a front runner for best picture it right should now. Be. It it may actually it really be best picture. And nothing would bring me greater happiness, but at 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 the very least, Kiki Kwan has to fucking win Best Supporting Actor. He has to. Okay. Yeah. It's my favorite movie of the year. Uh just yeah. Loved it. Yeah. And now are we going to the danger zone? You bet your sweet ass we are. <laughs> Do you feel the need, Noah? You know this by heart, don't you? I do. Yeah. So does your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I. You didn't get the full Foley because I didn't have a nice, like, big, right, yeah. thick book. But yeah. uh, we are, of course, talking about the, the, the only story worth telling. Yes. About the year in movies that was 2022. Top Gun Maverick, dude, there's nothing else to talk about. No, there truly isn't. I am so glad it was your number one. It was my number eight. But I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I feel very strongly about everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a nine point five for me. I only had a couple tens. Um, I was just gonna say my two through ten, my two through like twenty, honestly, is very fluid. Uh huh. Um, I just want to say that. Okay. Maverick was um a transcendent experience in the theater. As we, as I've said, has no business being. What it was, it. I mean, here's the thing: I went back and rewatched the first one, and I feel like we all have some rose-colored glasses. We do. We we definitely. Let's do. let's level with ourselves. Uh, he did not look as good. Maverick that is. Um, he's kind of a dickhead. a substantially better film in every aspect, and I say that as somebody who again just mourned the the loss of Tony Scott, probably about an hour ago. Yeah, but. That movie is not as good as you remember it. Trust no, me. It is. Trust me, people. It's I not. watched it the night before. So here's the deal. I think you I want said to talk this. about chemistry? Go ahead.
2: Oh my like, dude. So, I'm like, let's go to Columbia. Let's watch it in one of the nice ones. Go up there. Like, oh, we're sold out. Sold out. You're like, this
0: movie's been out for six months.
2: It's Father's Day weekend. What do you mean with sold out? And they're like, it's sold out. I was like, well, can I get one for the one at six? Oh no, it's sold out for the rest of the day. Like, you have to come back tomorrow if you want to watch it here. I was like, are you shitting me? Now I realize it was a smaller theater because it's one of the nice seats. So it's not a huge stadium, but in my mind, had I gone around the corner to the Regal, they were going to tell me the same thing. Sorry, Top Gun sold out. You can't see it right now. So I was like, Bucket, go home. We'll watch. We'll go to the Beacon tomorrow. Go home. I was like, you know what? The first one's on prime. You just want to check it out again. Just maybe get caught up. Refresher. With yeah. <laughs> right. And honestly, I'm so glad I did because when they introduced Jennifer Conley, we both looked at each other and said her name. Penny. <laughs> Penny. We both looked at each other and were like Penny because we would both watched Anthony Edwards do that to him right. in the first one before. Yes. And it's so just, it has no fucking business being as good as it was. You tell just... you know, anybody else on this planet, you tell me you're going to make a sequel to a movie you made almost 20 years ago. And you're going to put it out. The year after we all kind of start coming back to the theaters after a global Not only that, pandemic, you're
0: gonna you're gonna strategically hold. You're gonna wait because yes. it was done. Let's yeah. be clear, it was done right. for a while. Now granted, on top of this, but you have you're so gonna, much faith in yourself that you're you, like you were gonna oh, fly I'll, the. I'll, I know you're gonna fly to the, the
2: fucking planes in this movie. You're gonna get somebody insure you to do that. Okay, you're gonna come up with amazing new technology to make me feel like I am in that cockpit with you. Even though, like, I uh, yes, okay, some of them didn't fly their own planes. They had a real pilot in front of them. But Tom Cruise flew his own goddamn plane. I don't care what they, he says. You know? You're going to do all that. This, then you're going to wait. This
0: deserves every technical Oscar uh, under the sun.
2: Yeah. Uh, then you're going to wait a absolutely. year. Because you know, if you drop it, summer 2022, it is going to make you every fucking dime that you spent on every movie you've made in the last 10 years. It's going to make that all back for you. Right here and there. And what does it do? It goes to number one, and it fucking stays at number one. I know people who had bought it and watched it when it came on VOD. Watch it three times, like two days before it, like after it became out on VOD. And I saw it the one time in theaters, and I just. I've still only seen it the one time. Yeah. It was a glorious experience. Yeah, I really I could want... go
0: watch it on Paramount Plus right now.
2: I, I could too, but I want to have a family viewing. I want mom and dad to watch that with us. Which is why I bought it for dad. I know. For I Christmas. hope they haven't watched it yet. I think I'm going to make it do, them do that for my birthday. Okay. Like, listen. Sounds like a plan. Friday night for my birthday, come over and we'll watch Maverick as a family.
0: We're going to do it. But yeah, it just, I mean, it knocked it out of the park. Biggest yeah. success story of the year, obviously. Uh, and... Is also a nice little segue, uh, yeah. which I wasn't going to tease, but now I will. Yeah, you can totally, because I watched the first one, uh, isn't it? Because, obviously, the other movie that was supposed to come out a little while ago, you'll recall a famous rant that I think we played we <laughs> on this play, podcast yeah. uh, during the production of it, but old Dead Reckoning Part 1 oh, yeah. comes out in July, so we're going to be doing a little mini-series called Road to Reckoning we're going to be going back through all of the Mission Impossible films over the next couple months. Uh, So if you are a fan, let us know. Because maybe we'll have you on as a guest as we journey through the franchise with old Ethan Hunt. And uh, yeah, build up to Dead Wreck Part 1. Yeah. So look forward to those. But now, uh, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. If you're a a fan or a friend, we're going to shout out some of our buddies in there. Top tens before we go into our extended list. Before we do that, why don't we shout? Let's out? get. Go oh, ahead. I was gonna say. Are we going
2: to shout out then call Brendan, or why don't we call Brendan and then we can do the shout out? Sure.
0: Were you gonna? Is that why your phone's up? You're gonna call him right now? I was gonna look at people's lists that I have. Yeah, I said we we'll do the I, shout out, so we'll call. I them. can call him, whatever. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna, but before we do that, can we give the listeners a clean list, ten to one? Yeah, yeah. This is Gavin's top ten favorite films of 2022 um we've got ambulance
2: the northman use your numbers oh ambulance at number 10 uh the northman (laughs) number nine
0: uh number eight halloween
2: ends Uh, oh my
0: god number seven put a little fucking pep in it dude (laughs) a little pizzazz keep them engaged
2: Well, see, no, the the thing is, I kind of wrote these out of order and I kind of reordered some things, so don't necessarily remember. Okay,
0: my clean top 10 before we call Mr. Brendan Riley. At the 10 slot, I had Avatar The Way of Water at number 9. Nope. At number 8, Top Gun Maverick, which was was Gavin's number 1. We do know that. At number 7, I had Clark's 3. Number 6, The Batman. Number 5, Decision to Leave. Number 4, The Eternal Daughter. Number three, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Number two, Tar. And number one, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once.
2: I just know that my top three were Top Gun, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Banshees of the of the place, and then uh, yeah. Now we're calling Brendan. That's Pray, cool. and then I don't Brent know Barry. if he's up. I don't know if he's up. We'll see. Well, I mean,
0: it's Brendan. Yo. Yo, are you sleeping? Oh, this man is watching Tar at the moment. Okay, well, oh. you're you're on the podcast, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, <laughs> what's up? What's up, listeners? What's up, listeners? Say uh, hello to everybody. Hello everybody out there in TV land. It's podcast land, but it's okay. You'll get you'll get better at it. It's okay. Okay, so <laughs> while I have you here. Have you have you narrowed down a top ten or a top five that you would like to share with us? Before we we're getting into everybody else's list, but we just finished ours, so we're going around the horn looking yeah, for stuff I mean, we may have missed. There's there's three definitives I think from this year that okay, shout
3: them out. This seem, seem to be um pretty much on everybody's list. I don't know how I would rank them one two three, but the definitive top three Maverick avatar 2 and everything everywhere
0: all at once gavin was literally mouthing them along with you as you said them except i think he kind of fumbled on avatar so uh people have already listened to the episode at this point his number one was maverick and mine was everything everywhere all at once so there you go but my number two we're we're all online right now gavin excuse me gavin's number two was remind us
2: it was the Banshees one. Um my oh, number yeah. three was
0: everything oh, everywhere. Oh really? All at once. So, yes, yeah. but he had he had everything everywhere all at once in the three slots. So those are all floating around there, all big consensus picks. I like I like
3: Banshees quite a bit. I, I sent that to you earlier and when you asked for the top ten I had it, but yes. it just it wouldn't make my top it wouldn't make my top five, but it would probably make my top ten. I mean I think there's still a solid choice.
0: Absolutely. Um I while I have you here because you'll probably be the the lone voice who might want to stick up for this movie. But it seems like it's going to be a player around awards season. So I know you were a fan of Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Can you tell us a little bit about what you like so much about that film?
3: It was was captivating. Um, I I think that Austin Butler's performance was outstanding. And, and maybe I'm looking too much into that but uh, it was exciting it was captivating it told a, a story I think that maybe not everybody's aware of I don't think the general population actually knows anything of Elvis other than you know he passed away maybe from doing drugs maybe from not doing drugs but they don't know the, the dark side of it um, where he may or may not have been you know, under the thumb of the Colonel. H um, see the glam and the glitter. Uh, so I think that that dark feeling kind of gives you maybe more of an appreciation for what could have been going on in Elvis' life. But then you also see, like, this upbringing that he had, where, where he came from. I, I don't know if many people know that he came from this... You know, poor area with all this racial diversity, which is great. And it builds this foundation for what we know as Elvis. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think that it, it, it told a lot. Um, obviously, it's still Hollywood. So it's, it's tough to say what is 100%? What isn't 100%? Right. But the story, nonetheless, was still a very, like, invigorating story. And the performance by Austin Butler was...
0: Fantastic. I, I will agree with you there um, And I'm definitely a tough critic When it comes to Elvis impersonations And performances uh, I do think he will probably He's probably going to make the cut for uh, best actor Probably be in the top five I would imagine for nominees no, I So, so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised by that I, I don't think anybody's going to be sticking up for the Tom Hanks performance uh, yeah, no, Arguably Tom Hanks. Arguably, I arguably his worst his he In his, his worst career yeah. it was bad. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted, I wanted to give you some airtime for that. Uh, my phone is is close to dying, so we're probably going to bid farewell to you, but I want to tease this for the listeners. Uh, you, I did pitch this to you, and you, you will be joining us on the on the road to reckoning. Is that correct? I will be. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Do I will you, be there for sure. Okay, we will say this. Uh, Tim Niles has laid claim to MI3, the, so it is the off three. the table. So pick your sequel. You can do it right now or just let us know off, off mic, but... If that's off uh, the table, uh, you going Ghost Pro or Rogue Nation? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and go Rogue Nation. Okay,
3: all right. Go ahead and we'll do Rogue Nation. Lock lock that in because that will actually give the opportunity to go back and
0: watch it too. Okay, we'll pencil you in for that one, and we'll uh, we'll hear you on mic in the in the near future. This was fun. Thank you for letting us hear Had some blast, of your picks. Everybody out there, good good talking to you. Hopefully, Appreciate you. Yes, hopefully the audio quality is fairly decent coming off of my phone. Sounds in my good microphone. in my ears. Yeah, it sounds good to us right now. So uh love you buddy. Uh enjoy the rest of Tar. Can't wait to talk with you about it. That was my number two by the way.
3: It is pretty
0: great so far. i uh, I'm very I watched it earlier it probably would have
3: cracked my top ten, but I'm just catching it now.
0: I'm very glad to hear you say this. I'm also trying to sell Gavin on it so uh he looks intrigued as well that you liked it. So, all right. Uh, that's Mr. Brendan Riley signing off. Thank you so much, sir. Say bye to the listeners. All right. Listeners
3: have a good one. Appreciate you listening.
0: Later, dude. <laughs> Later. That was fun. That was, that was nice. Such was a good lovable time. scamp. I, I mean, can you, can you, how can and, you be and mad pretty at articulate that? about Elvis, a movie that I, I did not expect him to have, uh, anything constructive to say about, but I just, he was over the moon for it. I just, I yeah. still haven't watched it I, I don't know if I want to I'm curious what mom thinks I don't know if she ever I don't think she has Honestly Okay
2: Maybe I should do that For my birthday Like we're gonna, one night You have to watch Elvis with me The other night Next night You have to watch Maverick with me We're
0: gonna transition
2: Yeah
0: Over to uh Mr. Evan Tuig Who yeah. I believe Is currently in Seattle So we're taking a little trip Over to the uh, Pacific Northwest And uh he gave us a nice little assortment. I, I will read you his little message that he included. So, if I was just shooting from the hip with shit, I'd really just had a good time watching, was memorable, enjoyed, etc. Uh, these aren't in any order, other than probably the number one, which I won't spoil, uh, because I just love that one. So, in no particular order, we have Bones and All. Just didn't get a shout out. Have not seen it myself. Well, I want to see. It looks good. On both of our must-see, or need-to-see list. 3,000 Years of Longing which is on my long list in my top 20. Another great Tilda performance. Fantastic Idris Elba performance. And Mr. George Miller. Uh, just yeah, yeah just that was the main yeah. Have you seen it? The main reason I want to see it, is George yeah, Miller. You, I think you'll go for it. Uh, he has The Whale on here, the aforementioned Brendan Fraser, Darren Aronofsky film. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Dope. On my long list as well. The Stranger, which uh, is available on Netflix. That's a Joel Edgerton film with... Uh, Star of Rogue Nation, Mr. Sean Harris. I feel like I... Was, did I watch... I can't remember if I watched... Uh, that very I moody trailer, like an Australian killers, like killer sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I... Uh, he said he highly recommended. So, okay. yeah. Again, that's why I want to do this one, because you get some in there that haven't gotten shout out. Avatar Way of Water. Uh, the Black Phone. Shout out to Mr. Ethan Hawke again. Kind of forgot that was this year as well, <laughs> yeah, that's on my as list. far as Ethan Hawke stuff. Uh, he's also in Glass Onion very briefly. That was fun. Um, another one that I think we both had a lot of fun with, or maybe you haven't seen it yet The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. No, I need
1: to.
2: Oh,
0: you're going to have a ball, my friend. What a good time. Pedro, Nick Cage. Yeah. Just, just having a blast. It delivers. It delivers. Uh, that's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's a good time. Um, the Batman, Top Gun. And the one that he said, you know, I got to put this number one. Everything else you can kind of reshuffle. He has nope in the number one slot. Hey, there you go. So, uh, a lot of crossover, obviously. Evan has very good taste, as you can see. Uh, so yeah, bones and all. I need to get to the whale. I do. You we need to see. And the stranger are the ones I'm picking up from there. Everything else I saw and what, liked. Where's the stranger at? Is it? That's a Netflix one. A oh. Netflix original. Yes, you can watch that right now. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, and just as a shout-out, I think pretty much everything we've covered in our respective top 10s is available to rent yeah, at home or is streaming readily somewhere, except for Avatar The Way of Water, which, of course, is still in theaters and its third week of release, sitting around $1.4 billion. Okay, uh, a friend who joined me earlier in the year on this feed, Mr. Mikey Chappelle we did uh, Primal Pod and Cast together uh, which was quite the fun time and we work some movie talk in there every once in a while but uh, we will definitely have Mikey on again in the future because uh, he's he's got some interesting picks he, uh, he boiled it down to just two for us because he said he didn't really get to a lot of new stuff but if he had to kind of pick his two uh, he said admittedly a weird tie but it's uh, Babylon and Bullet Train
2: Brad Pitt fan. I can dig it. I love Bullet Train. Bullet Train's on my list. Uh Bullet
0: Train on my long list as well. It it's on the upper tier it's before I start going, don't worry about these. So I would still count it on the good side. Uh Babylon is in there as well, even though it's a little further uh it's higher than Bullet Train, but further down than like my twenty. I think it's I mean it's
2: got Michael Shannon. Trend. Well, you you gotta put Michael Shannon below uh yeah,
3: come
0: on. Anyways. Uh but yeah weird uh he wanted to stick up for babylon because it's been very divisive uh hmm. and he has some problems with it as did i but a movie that again i say i thought was good not great doesn't totally stick the landing there's like a great hour and 45 minute movie what in are there. the what are the problems with it i don't i don't understand uh it's very long well, yeah uh it's a movie yes but we all agree it's how you use your runtime right i don't know see it and judge for yourself but it's a little bloated um It's a little, uh... Full of itself? Because it's about Hollywood? It's not even, no. My biggest, I mean, my biggest personal gripe with it, he spends way too much trying to be Boogie Nights instead of just doing his own thing. Like, literally, there are beat-for-beat moments where I'm just like, dude, you are lifting from one of the most rewatched movies of the last 20 years, and you're, like, kind of, I guess you're trying to do, like, well this is this generation's version of it and I'm like see it wasn't the 70s it was the 20s it all happened in the 20s that that was more my negative reaction to it and it is a big sprawling ensemble cast so naturally there are some characters where I was like oh I really want to know more about that person and he was not interested in telling that story apparently there's a 4 hour version of this movie I would be interested to watch it I mean dude some, some bravura filmmaking. Like yeah. there's some sequences in it. I look forward to rewatching it, but I just, I think it kind of outstays its welcome, kind of runs out of steam in the third act. Um, but if you're going to see it, go see it in the theater. I recommend it. Oh, I probably not gonna see it. I just <laughs> wondered about it. Okay. I don't like old Hollywood pieces.
2: It's like leave them back where they were. I well,
0: don't, the, I, you would like this one because it's, it's the opposite of that is the, it's the, let's not be precious about this shit. It's, Which I think some people are kind of like okay we I don't know they're totally mixed on it
2: whatever do you watch Perry Mason on HBO
0: no but I know season two is coming so I will catch up
2: that's that's to me is the most accurate depiction I've seen of post World War One pre Depression old Hollywood I feel like you would enjoy Babel I might you should probably watch watch it looks nice I'm just gonna read you the rest of my list that I have of things I we have friends man we do. Yes. Well, why aren't they here with us recording right now? All right. <laughs> no, cut finish your list. No, no, no. You to be the one
0: responsible for cutting off Tell them list.
2: Tell me their list. I'm just, you, I'm just telling you. I'm going to read the rest of mine. I don't have any order. I don't care about the order. I just want people to know I watch stuff. But tell me the rest of these lists. Go, go ahead.
0: No, no. Go I can it. see you running out of steam. No, I'm not running out of steam. Put, put, I had one more to get through, which is why the, I'm just like, why'd yeah, you have go to, for it? why'd you have to cut me off? Who is it? Is it Tim's? I actually have two. It's Alex's, isn't it? No, I'm gonna save the best for last. I do have Alex's. Okay. That wasn't a subtle dig at you, Alex. I just I do have somebody who outranks you coming up next. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. In the ten slot, he has Top Gun Maverick. Who's is this? This is Mr. Sunshine Mayfield. Okay, we're doing Alex's now. Yes.
2: Okay, go for it. He
0: had Maverick at ten.
2: Yeah. The hell's wrong with him.
0: Tar at nine. The hell? Glass Onion at eight. Wait, no. Excuse me. I am reading this list wrong. Oh. Excuse me. You're going to be even more angry. This is a top 12 because oh. it was done on letterboxed. It's just framed weird. Top Gun Maverick at the 12th slot. Jesus. Tar at the 11th slot. Oof. <laughs> Glass Onion at 10. Triangle of Sadness at 9. Haven't Don't. seen. Want I, to see. Yeah, I, I need to see it. Northman at the 8th slot. All right. Watcher at 7. <laughs> the Netflix movie Watcher. That's The Watcher, and that is a series. Watcher is a fantastic horror movie from this year that I don't think you watched because it would have been on your list. You dick. Who, what is it? Micah Monroe from It Follows.
2: Oh, I watched it. I wasn't that great. I I love her, but I wasn't that into it.
0: Okay. It was good. The person whose list I'm about to read after this that I said outranks Mayfield, Mm -hmm. they have it on their list. It's on my top 20. You're the odd man out. Get with the program. To any of those? Can other I people? finish? Finish? Can yeah. I finish? Okay, go for it. Okay, yeah. I'm finished. um Bones and all at uh-huh. the 6th slot. Second shout out so far. Decision to leave number five. Speak no evil number four. Yeah. Nope in the number three slot. Mm-hmm. Banshees of Inisherin at number two. Yeah. And out of the number one, everything everywhere all at once. That's but the number. Five. That's consensus right there. Yes, that it's got to be site one. Consensus yeah. and Maverick is two. I guess. I guess. I, guess. I mean. I feel you, comfortable with that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a moment. Who's the okay. next
2: list from? Uh,
0: the The only, the final authority on 2023, or 2022. <laughs> excuse me. God? As far as you're concerned, yeah.
2: Okay. What's our Lord and Savior think? What's his top <clears> ten?
0: <throat> Her oh. top five is as follows. Barbarian, Speak No Evil, Halloween Ends, Watcher, and the first time it's been said out loud, and we need to talk about it for a minute, I'm de facto making this her number one, even though I don't think it is, Pearl. This list was compiled by our mother, Miss Kathy Blanchard. How ride or die is that, dude? She picked f- I said, Mom, what are your five favorite movies of last year? Five horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> She's
2: like. Well, Noah, she hadn't watched Top Gun. True to form. She hadn't watched Maverick, true so there you go.
0: Oh, we got a pop. We oh, got a pop. Did Everybody sounding okay?
2: It? Yeah. Are you okay. To be fair, one, Mayfield didn't have Barbarian in his list. Two, Mom doesn't have Top Gun on her list. So I'm pretty sure it makes us all even. <laughs> All things being equal, yes. go fuck yourself. That's what <laughs> you're saying. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, Brendan's got help. Brendan has Elvis on his list. And mom, apparently, Elvis was like a member of the family to mom, and all the people in her generation. She didn't even watch the maybe Elvis she's movie. She's got yet. a real
0: hot take. No, maybe she hated it, and that's why we haven't heard. I don't about think it. she's ever watched it. I, don't I honestly don't think she don't has. Think she has. Uh, Six years later, she'll yeah, watch but it. But mom had so it. All right. It. Anyways, mom really liked watch her And uh, sorry. We had teased a thing about possibly doing some categories or shouting out people as we went along. We had way too much to get to. I just want to say, my I think the we said Colin Farrell, not that we have to make this a gender thing. If we're going to put up a female actress as the performer of the year mm-hmm. along with him, it's unquestionably Mia Goth also playing three roles. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, it was Pearl and Maxine, but she played Pearl in two different time periods. So, what about, it's three. Well... Again, and then we get Maxine. On Maxine. our list, yeah, it would be a goth.
2: Do you think the world would say Jenna Ortega? Uh,
0: certainly. That would probably be... The, I feel like that's what the, the Gen Z say. pick, yeah. for sure. Especially when you throw in Wednesday right there on the end of right. the year. Right. Um, but no, I, I legit think Mia Goss should be up for an Oscar. It's not going to happen. No. But that Pearl performance is... Amazing. Incredible. I can't wait to see Maxine. Uh, the whole ex-Pearl Maxine. I mean, just what a treat, dude. We didn't know we were getting any of that. And then no. we had this whole little Ty West universe, and they're some of the best things he's ever made. Um, Pearl and Barbarian were my neck-and-neck horror films. Mm-hmm. We also were big fans of The New Scream. Which I noticed didn't like my Top list. 10 but is on my long list as well uh, And again Watcher Which I highly recommend is on Shutter For people who didn't see it as well as Speak No Evil Which is a huge we don't recommend it But you can watch it Yeah no I would not It's It's disturbing as fuck It's a one and done I'm yeah. not mad that I watched it But I have no desire to ever see that movie again Yeah same thing with the Nightingale Ah uh, yeah that's a one and done I watched that last night You watched that last night? Yeah I'm sorry, yo. I mean, we could have put off this recording, man. Seriously, that movie fucked up like my whole month. <laughs> I mean, I'm all right, but it's just. But I
2: also like what a downer, man. Well, like two nights ago, I watched Emancipation. Okay, I don't know why I've been doing this to myself. Like a lot of like enslaved, like yeah, like, just a, cap it off with of slave and have a great
0: great week, I guess.
2: Yeah, I want. Well, now I want to watch the the survivor with with ben foster but i mean it's a a boxer jewish boxer who has to beat his kill his own people in the war camp hey
0: copenhagen cowboy drops on thursday okay that's all i'm saying yeah i'm 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 just for that i'm just here for the nwr vibes that's what i'm waiting
2: for i just i'm gonna shout out a couple of them out dude that were were on my list i did uh
0: yeah scream the new scream uh, we we all thoroughly that was kind of a consensus pick as well. I know. Yeah, I went to theaters was big theaters for that, fan. Yeah. Yes, we're all on board. We're you, very you excited. Literally, for could we
2: any of these lists? And that is like any movie that isn't everything, everywhere, everywhere all at once. That isn't Top Gun. Like, there's just so many good, like, not only say tent poles, but like the ones that were good were like hugely fucking good on every level for us and stuff, and stuff that we make, like things that we actually give a shit about with movies so much so that it bleeds out to like. Other people, but also like it's weird that it fits for everyone, but like also no one at the same time. Because like,
0: you know, we we you can pull anything from it. Okay. Um, before you start, these are our last looks. Yes. At twenty twenty two, we're gonna wave goodbye to. We like we're almost a, gonna do a completely separate episode called Last Looks, but now we're in twenty twenty three, so it's like this is it. We're right. not talking about
2: twenty twenty two anymore. After yeah. This. Be gone, be gone with you. Um, the Gray Man. I had the Batman on my list. Deep Water, I
0: enjoyed. Dude, I love Deep Water. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Water yeah. was yeah. much higher on my list for a huge chunk of the year before yeah. I saw more stuff. Deep Water ended up tapping out at the 26th slot. Yeah. You can't tell me nothing. That movie was exactly ig- what I wanted. Fuck it to yes, be. yeah, exactly. And if you're not on board for the tone, I'm sorry that you didn't have fun with it. I did. That was glorious. Every second of the it. The fucking. What Shark a good time! That's all I got. to say. We now. will be doing that as part of the summer of yeah. sexual seduction, like five years from now. Oh, I'm yeah. just telling you, it's an instant classic. People yeah. just don't know it yet. Um, X Pearl, yes. Um, light side of things. I got a Sonic the Hedgehog two. Didn't did not see. Build on build on, build on
2: everything. Build built on everything that was set up with the first one. Again, one we both said had no business being any better. That being like what it was. You get tails and knuckles. And knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba. Who's Tails? Uh, the, I think it's the same person
0: who's been doing it in the game. I'm not sure. Interesting. So, celebrity know. voice cast for everybody else, but
2: I don't know. I don't. I don't, I didn't pay attention. It wasn't a big name, if you ask me. That did you get Jim Carrey back doing being batshit crazy. Word. Yeah. Um, this is gonna go on my list, and it's gonna be weird. I enjoyed it. The Lost City with Sandy Bullock, and um,
0: still I wanted to get to that. Oh, dude. Because you know what I did instead is I just rewatched Romancing the Stone and Jewel of the Nile. Yeah. in preparation and then I never got I never finished I was like I was trying to get back in the vibe Yeah, and then I didn't do it It's but it's on Prime right now right if it ain't Prime it's or it's Netflix, Paramount one Plus or, or somebody of, has it yeah. it's easily watchable yeah
2: um, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness we talked about it when it came out if you're a fan uh, of Sam Raimi you'll like this one if you're not a fan of Sam Raimi I think you're not this was
0: my it. highest ranking of the Marvel output yeah. from this year yes yeah. um, Black Phone uh, Thor Love and Thunder my it. lowest rank yeah, of not, the Marvel the output grace, this year. Bob. And um, you had uh, Wakanda Forever somewhere in the midst of that. Right. Uh, I got Don't Worry Darling on here. Uh, my least favorite film of the year at the bottom bottom of the barrel in the 60 slot. I was just there for Just here. below Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Bubble, Windfall, and Spiderhead. Those are my only kind of like. Avoid these movies. My fifty-five, my top fifty-five. I'm like, these are worth watching. Huh. Just saying.
2: Um, again, yeah. this is just a list of stuff I watched. Not in any particular. So order. this is not endorsement. I'm not. I would endorse. Don't worry, announcement Darwin does not Darwin for the Harry Styles of it all. Well, that's why. And I've, the Florence
0: I've, Pugh of it all. Well, that's why I'm here to remind everybody: it was the worst studio release of this year. It oh, It was yeah. trash. It was not good. Yeah. Don't watch it. Unless, it you was happen my number
2: six, to, unless you happen to be invite like invested if in the If you Lawrence want view. a
0: sexy thriller, watch Deep Water. We just said it.
2: Right. <laughs> Deep Water. Um VHS ninety nine. Okay,
0: you're now you're just naming trash, dude. I'm not here like I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than ninety four. Hard disagree. Really? What? Four, 94 had so many better 99, no, ninety nine had like two good segments, two okay segments. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we could have
2: talked about this if you fucking had me do a show during October. Well, maybe,
0: but anyway, a Samaritan. Okay, so we're just we're just. No, I. Ha- that's the energy you want to bring into twenty twenty three. We're yeah. just holding grudges for twenty twenty two. No, 2022? I'm not holding grudges. I'm just saying doing?
2: we could have talked more about it if you weren't so busy during Halloween. Samaritan.
0: On Amazon. You didn't catch it no no interest continue no, oh, dude. okay <laughs> oh this is i Bullet thought you train. were just like these are things i saw you're just saying movies i like if i put reactions? it on this list
2: okay. i would recommend it to somebody because it's okay. good the twist of it all yeah nobody likes stallone if he's not rambo or some other character i like this original superhero <laughs> idea the idea that wait a minute you know the bad guy the good guy died and the, you know uh, no one's or the bad guy got killed. Well, what if the bad guy actually killed the good guy and just quit being bad forever until someone brings it out of him again? It's it's it is what it is. Um, I enjoyed it. Get off my get off my foot. My get, get out of my chair. Um, stay, stay off my get lawn. Get out um, of my dreams. Get in into my, my car. car. What get on my bullet train? train. That was a good one. Bullet train was fun. Yeah. Um, I also I put, available on Netflix yes. right now. Available on streaming now. I had a great time with it. The family had a great time with it. Violet Night. yep, Number 12. If I had to give, put a 12 to it. Uh, did you catch Mother Android on Hulu? No. Chloe Grace Moretz. Okay. Really one of those that like I watched the trailer and Hulu does this thing where it's like, oh, huh, you watched the trailer? You just watched the movie right now? And I'm like, I don't know. Do I? And then bam, I'm watching the movie. That's how I watch it. Like Hook <laughs> that way. It just happened, you know? And it was really... Interesting. You realize... You control the machine. The machine does not control you. Well, in this one, the mother android, the machine. (laughs) The machine does. No, the machine, machine eats you. It's essentially like instead of Skynet takes over and then makes the robots, it's, oh, we already have androids and robots. It just took them a little bit longer to realize we're the problem, not the androids. So one night, boom, technology's done all the androids that we were making that we thought were there for service, like just being there, they turn on us. And what if Chloe Grace Moretz happens to be in an interracial relationship and pregnant, trying to make her way to where she can have a baby and there's different pockets of stuff. It was, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. Sci-fi take, um, the other one, I don't know if you've seen, which I thought was really good was dual. Do you watch that? Do you know what it is? No. It's from the same guy who did the, uh, Art of Self Defense. Oh, okay, it's. Uh, I like that movie. Karen, K- 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 Karen, Karen Gillan. Yes. So in this one, if you are going to die, you they can make a duplicate of, of you. you. Yes. Um, Aaron Paul is is in it as well. But have you seen the trailer for Infinity Pool?
0: No. Okay. Go ahead. What when when what is what is that one about? That's the new Brandon Cronenberg. The uh-huh. possessor, right, stars Alexander Skarsgård, uh huh, and Mia Goth, uh huh. And the basic setup is, yeah, if you're rich enough and you have enough money, if you get accused of a crime, they'll just make a double who will do your sentence for you. But what if that double doesn't want to? Well, this deal is with that okay. This is, you think you're gonna die, you can have a double made
2: of you to live on afterwards. But in this case, it's, well, what if it was a misdiagnosis and you're not? So now it's two of you living in the same world. Right. Well, you have to have this fight to the death between you and your duel. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins can keep on living. So the girl that we've followed, like the, the real one, what does she do? She goes to Aaron Paul and it's like, I need you to train me how to fight. And it's just... But it's that same note and level of, like, the art of self to pits. And I thought it was it's on Hulu. And I just... Had it not said it was from that guy, not, I did not realize it was. It the was same good director. It out. was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, uh, what about last night in Soho? What do you think of that? That was last year, dude. What? Yeah, oh, that was year. that's right. My bad. I had to take off list. day shift. Jamie Fox, Vampire Hunter movie. Didn't see. It was my like it'd be like my number my top fifteen, dude. You, if you okay. if you love vampires, you love that. What about Resurrection?
0: Ah, uh, good movie. Very good movie. I'll be like um, my number fourteen. Sorry, it's a big list. Yeah, you can keep looking at it. I still got thirty-one. It that was resurrection was in number thirty-one. Okay, I'll, I'll shout out a few if I may. Uh, just outside the top ten, as I mentioned, after Yang, which is on Showtime, three thousand years of longing, which is uh, rentable now as well. Apollo ten and a half. Hmm. A space age childhood. This was the new Richard Linklater. It's on Netflix. It's rotoscope style. Uh, Jack Black narrates most of it. Some other people you'd recognize in the cast. Um, Just nostalgia for an era that I never lived through, have no connection to. (laughs) Like, it's all about growing up in Texas in the 60s and being obsessed with NASA and shit. I absolutely loved it, dude. It's great. It's my Mm. number 13. Really good movie. I feel like it kind of got slept on. Don't know if it will... I don't know if it qualifies for animated feature because of the rotoscoping. I don't know how all that works. Hmm. Um, some other ones that haven't been mentioned. Armageddon Time, the new James Gray movie. I know you like Lost City of Z. Uh, check this out when you have the opportunity to. I think you would like it quite a bit. It's kind of based on his childhood. I don't want to tell you too much about it. Uh, what else did he
2: do besides Lost City of Z?
0: Uh, we Own the Night. Ah, yeah, uh, that shit's dope. Uh, Ad Astro with Brad Pitt. you ever see that one? No, I need to watch that one. Yeah. Uh oh I had Men Men was actually in my top 10 for quite a while I didn't get around to re-watching it I need to watch and it. I could not in good conscience say that it like sat just, like stuck with me as much as it did earlier in the year but Men undeniably has imagery that you have never seen in a movie before and will never see again and it's one of those things that I literally was like that's kind of at the end of the day you can kind of bowl me over or win me over. It's just like, just show me something I've never seen before. I saw. Just that. show me a concept or a visual I've never ever seen before, and you you kind of got my vote. Happened uh, to me last night in the nightingale. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes not in a good way. But, no, it's uh, not good. I just yeah, but, it so, but men was uh, Jesse Buckley and uh, Rory Kinnear. You know, I want that's one of my my I need it's to kind of a chamber thing. piece. I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, I really responded to it, but definitely kind of a divisive one. Uh pleasure. Uh movie I haven't really heard come up at all. Weird movie to recommend. Uh it's about it's basically a first person narrative of a girl who comes to Hollywood with the intent or comes to Los Angeles with the intention of like, I'm going to take over the adult industry. Like, I'm going to get into porn. I'm gonna like have no no illusions or whatever. I'm I'm in this, and then it. Most of the actors in the film, or she is an actress. I forget what nationality. Most of the actors are professional porn actors mm-hmm. playing versions of them, not even versions of themselves, playing like written characters.
2: Is Simon Rix in it?
0: No. Okay. Um. So now I don't really care. I'm just kidding. But no, it's a. It's, it's a weird one to be like, oh, I recommend this word but it's a remarkably well-made movie hmm. about its subject matter that manages to walk a very interesting, to me, a pretty tonally complicated line of, um, is this exploitation, is this not, is this a realistic portrayal, is this a heightened portrayal, is this a, it's, again, in the way that I was referring to Tar as kind of a Rorschach test, it's a movie that does, it's not painting a clear narrative of like, well, this is your typical tragic tale of somebody who gets destroyed by the industry. Um, it's a, it's a very interesting take on it. Uh,
2: I feel like I watched hot girls wanted and I, I, I kind of got what I needed to know about it's how it works.
0: A, well, and it is one of those where I'm like, there's been documentaries that have approached that, but doing it through a narrative puts you in that and it's a female filmmaker i should mention as well there are sequences in this movie that i kind of almost think every every guy should be forced to watch if that makes sense um yeah there's there's yeah there's a point there's a, a purposefulness to the
2: they didn't hire James Dean, did they? No. Thank God. All right, then I think I think it's okay. It's not as bad no, as I was going to
0: say it, I, and it, it even addresses industry controversies yeah, such as that within its narrative. You, you'll see what I mean. I think you would enjoy it because I we've both watched the After Porn Ends documentaries, and like it's a fa- it's a fascinating subject matter. Yeah,
2: there's two of those, um, and then Hot Girls Wanted. I haven't seen that one. That's interesting because it it kind of approaches the whole thing of like what. Like, modern day. Like, how you fight. It's, like, literally, it's focused on this guy out of Miami who literally, like, his job is I pick the girls up from the airport. And then when they get gigs, I just drive them there for safety. But, like, the cut he takes. So, it's not necessarily like he's a pimp or, like, a harem. But it's, like, he will post ads
0: for guys who are looking for models. And then it's. I am just going to shout it out to you again because I just wanted to look it up. It's available on Showtime if you do want to. I, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. That's why I, I know the name because I was looking for stuff that was released in twenty. Because thankfully Showtime was one of the few places that like listed things that only came out in twenty twenty two. Everything
0: else is just like a grab bag. You had to look and see. It thrown in there with other stuff. But yeah, I I, I think worth checking out. We spent wait an inordinate amount of time on that movie. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Emergency and Master two movies that came out on Amazon Prime uh, that are kind of Emergency. Yeah. Like K Ron Emergency? Like the White Girl and they gotta take yeah. her. Oh dude, i loved it. I thought it was crazy. Oh would yeah. As is Master, but I was gonna say I they're together on my list and they're together in my brain because they came out the fairly time. close yeah. together and they are kinda of, I mean not that we have to be like, Oh, Jordan Peele like created this whole subgenre or whatever, but they very much feel like movies that were greenlit in the wake of Get Out and are finally being released. You know, we, I meant and to As tell much you as that. they are well, we they're were, social thrillers. They're trying to do like well, be about something and also be fucking scary or intense at the same time. When well, we were talking about nope.
2: I was just had a conversation with some people, and they're like, "I liked this, but I this this and that." And I had to be, I, I don't want to be a dick, so I was like, "Well, to be fair, guys only made three movies. Mm-hmm. It's like you think he made Candyman, and you think he did this, but he didn't. That's his name attached. Right. Like, uh, Antebellum, he didn't make that movie. He right. he produced it. His name's on it for producing because why? Because he made Get Out." But he got three directing credits to his name as far as movies are going. So don't judge because we were talking about Nope and I was like, I think it's amazing. Like, I don't know this and that. And I'm like, just you gotta I You gotta I, take he, your head out of the fact that you've seen lost, his name attached to so many he stuff. He
0: lost some people. But what again, what we respect I think what we responded to so much about that was the willingness to be like, Yeah, I might lose a few people. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dumb down the thing or like make a safe choice just because I have this budget now. It's like, no, I'm still just, I'm just gonna do my thing. Yeah. And yeah, some people may not go for it. Now I heard that from a lot of people, people who were excited to see it, who were like, "Dude, I love Get Out. I love Us." And then we're just kind of, yeah, I don't really know what to make of that one. And I was like, I don't begrudge those people, but I'm like, I wish you guys had as good a time as I did, because I was in my head, I was like, I think this might be the best fucking thing he's made so far. Yeah. Um. Anyways. You know but why, Yes, Noah? Emergency and Ma- Master is the one with Regina Hall, which I don't know if you got to that one. But yeah, no, I don't, but, but I don't do you know why we like we like Nope? Why is that? Because he has
2: some skin in the game. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I was trying to shoehorn that in there at some point, but okay, I'm gonna, you know, give me a
0: chance to. We're, we're getting very close to the end, I nah, promise okay. people. Uh, you mentioned Resurrection. Rebecca Hall, I mean, she can do no wrong, dude. She needs to do more stuff. I mean, just.
2: Dude, the Whoa, ending please. of that movie so fucking wild. Yeah. Did and you get God? We don't talk about him enough. I don't feel like Tim
0: Roth. The other one you had me watch, Sundown. Yeah. Yes, so fucking good. Where did Sundown? I can't really end up on my list. I can't remember. That one stuck with me. It's number thirty eight on my list here. But like, wait, that was this year too. Yeah. Holy fuck, yeah, dude! Tim I thought Roth that was twenty twenty one. Tim Roth had a pretty fucking good year too. Yeah. yeah. Um. Sorry. Oh, did you catch Senior? I wanted to ask you mm. the Robert Downey Senior documentary. No, I figured you would jump like right on that because you're like more of an RDJ guy than I am. But no, um, I did watch a lot of good docs. It, My favorite one being the
2: Becoming Ric Flair one that I just watched on on Word. Yeah. Um. um
0: God, sorry. No, there's... I mean, you know... I think you would enjoy Senior. Um, I'll also shout out Veed Noir, which is the Lord Huron movie Mm -hmm. based on their previous record, not the most recent one, but the one before that, which also happens to be my favorite. Uh, But yeah, this started as like a visual Mm -hmm. uh, component of that album, but then expanded and basically became a narrative feature. Um, It's for diehards only. It's like you, A, have to be a fan of Lord Huron, B, have to be a fan specifically of that album, and C, also have to really love David Lynch. Otherwise, you will not enjoy this movie at all. So have you seen The Fablemans or no? Yeah. What would you think? Number 43. Okay. Is it on your list?
2: No, I haven't seen it. I don't think I will. I'm just not a... I mean...
0: Good, not great. That's, yeah, That's how I felt about it. It's my number uh, 43. Can't believe it. People were trying to call it the front runner for best picture. Please, please don't let that happen. Please. What about, I mean, where it was you, fine. Yeah. Would I you, just, give, would you yeah. give, would you
2: give, would you give him, would you give him an Oscar nod for best supporting for just being Ford? No.
0: Oh, throw Lynch in there. That's the best scene in the movie. Yeah. Well, what about Hirsch, Judd Hirsch? A good scene too i okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't put either of them in the supporting category yeah. they will probably put Dano which Dano is the secret weapon of the of of that movie best yeah. performance in there and I feel like not getting enough attention for it uh, also great in the Batman also great on hot ones did you catch that episode It was the last one of the year to watch oh. hot ones mm-hmm. the celebrities they eat the hot wings they get interviewed oh yeah 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 oh. yeah
2: yeah, yeah. I here and there it's a, It's.
0: I have like five things on, you, on his, YouTube that I save to watch. This was great. I. It's one of those I only watch if I'm like. I see somebody where I'm like, oh, I would, I would watch them do this. Right. I don't. I'm not in for like every episode, but. I was like, I'll watch Paul Dano eat hot wings, and it was the last one of 2022, and it was super fun. It was a good time. Hmm. Highly recommend. I love that you brought up the Fablemans. I was like, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jackass Forever had at my 37, Sundown at 38. Kimmy, got to shout out my boy Soderbergh, man. Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was yeah. great. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio uh, had at my number 40. It's available on Netflix. I'm good. Visually stunning, and it sounds so mean to say about stop motion, but I'm just like, it could have been like 20 minutes shorter, Guillermo. Like, I get it, but like, it's a little fattening with the exception but you but you say that and you're like but that was like months of work for people and you feel like such a prick saying it. I would but But I will tell you this it was great but I'm like it could have been a straight up masterpiece if it had just been a little more tightly edited I don't know
2: with the exception of the Martin Landau Jonathan Taylor Thomas Pinocchio from the 90s I don't fuck with Pinocchio that fucking
0: nightmare I don't fuck with Pinocchio at all (laughs) Still scarred from a childhood? Here's the thing you got to know about me. Just as a hard and fast rule, I don't fuck with Pinocchio.
2: I have a problem with children turning (laughs) into donkeys, all right? I don't deal with it.
0: He kind of, like, subverts the island, or that whole pleasure island thing in this one. Whatever.
2: I'm not going to watch it to find out if he does or doesn't. Also on
0: Netflix, White Noise, directed by Noah Baumbach with Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. A movie I liked but did not love, but I recommend people check out. Very different... The trailer looked interesting. Uh, Another movie I I got a lot of time for. Definitely want to rewatch again. Crimes of the Future, the latest Cronenberg. I need to catch that. That's available on Hulu. Shout it out for people. Uh, That's it. I'm done recommending things. My other ones would be mixed to complicated feelings, and I don't feel like going into it. So uh, that's where I'm stopping. Anything... You blatantly missed that you're like, shit, I I huge blind spots. Uh After Sun, uh which I believe is another A twenty four movie, uh starring Paul Moscow, um, is getting a lot of end of the year attention. Uh, a lot of top ten lists for people. Obviously I do want to see the whale, but kinda the yeah. overall tone on that one seems to have been great performance, undeniable performance. He definitely went best actor, but the movie He carries is, it, it's not like uh yeah. not everything you'd hope it would be Mm -hmm. and I have complicated feelings about Aronofsky these days so uh can't trust him you can't dude you really can't uh and I can't trust him not to just Aronofsky all over everything so um what was Annihilation that's like who directed it yeah that's uh, Alex Garland dude that's that's our boy why did I think Ex Machina Annihilation Men those three. That's maybe it. maybe I wish... He's, a, he's I, another one. Just three so far. And arguably, three for three.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely.
0: Um, Even though Annihilation was... I had, I had to take my time with that dude, one. that I, shit's I did amazing. Not, I did not come back to it until a uh, friend of the show, Nathan Hussey, was like, I think that movie's a masterpiece. And I was like, eh, maybe I should give it a second look. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the,
2: yeah, that was... I don't know. The only way that I think that, like...
0: Everything it, if it, oh. if you okay here's all I'll say is like you're you're probably gonna be watching Men and you're like okay 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 all right all right I'm with it you'd be like but like Annihilation man that those last 15 minutes like that's that's cinema right there yeah. right and then Men that's entertainment and then Men does a thing where you're like oh no. oh <laughs> <Uh-oh>. okay <laughs> oh shit. Uh I can't wait for you to see it man. You you literally you'll never predict what I'm talking about. You would never if I gave you months to just pontificate, you would never guess the thing that I'm talking about. So there's a point in men where I'm just like
2: huh oh I get it and I get like really happy with myself because I'm like he did it he fooled me but like not really he fooled me I just couldn't not, not. no
0: it's just one of you you see an image that you're like I've never st- what <laughs> you're just like I'm sorry what, what? <laughs> did uh, I just see and uh, then it and then you're like oh, okay but that's it right and then he's just like no <laughs> I'm just gonna, just gonna keep this going for a minute I gotta rewatch that movie you know I, uh, you know I made Debs, right? Dude, fucking you know I Debs, made Debs. Bro. Like that's what he said. I love how we, there. I love how we managed to wrap back around to television. Te- television might have taken the cake for 2022, just for sheer volume and quality. But we had a great time at the movies. Saw some great stuff. Yeah, got some recommendations from my brother. Some recommendations from our close personal friends. From our own mother. What we recommend you do, folks, is we
2: recommend you go to theocropy at gmail dot com. You tell us your favorite movies of twenty twenty
0: two. before we wrap out, I will check the Instagram. I did a post earlier. Let's see if anybody threw any feelings in there. Also, see if the cousins have any last minute additions. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So, in
2: this post you made, did you did you just tell people what was your favorite, or did you give them options? Because I feel
0: like people don't no, respond to stuff unless you get pick options. Their... Alright, quick shoutouts. We've mentioned it a bunch of times, but we actually have a write-up for it. Matthew, J. Blanchard. Glass Onion came in just under the wire as my favorite of the year. I love Ryan Johnson when he's in full-on detective mode. Glass Onion manages to be both vastly different from Knives Out without undercutting that film's charm. Its use of flashback made it tonally similar to Knives Out without feeling derivative. If Benoit Blanc is Ryan Johnson's Poirot or Miss Marple, I'm here for it. Feels very fresh while being exceedingly classic. From Patrick. Missed this, but Pearl was my fave. The colors, the super long monologue, it just felt different in a good way. I second that. Again, Mia Goth. Performance of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Absolutely love that movie. That's from the cousins. Let's see if anybody responded to our story. And nobody did. Yeah. Hit that out. There's <laughs> yeah. so many. No, I can't There's believe like it. There's like a hundred thousand responses. They're
2: all yeah. saying Maverick. Some of them are
0: saying No, it. but to be fair, yeah. I posted that, and then I directly texted everybody who would right. have responded to it, and then they just texted everybody. I'm going to repost it tomorrow at 11 a.m., Yes, we would still love to hear anybody's... I I don't know when I'll get this I mean, up, that's probably the, before the end of the week. We might try and make this our...
2: 11 to 1 is always your sweet spot with stuff when you want responses. So people go to lunch at work and they got to see something. So yeah. they, they, they don't want to deal with work anymore, and they see you got something going and they're going to respond. Trust me, analytics, it's a game changer. Okay. You're going to love the <laughs> way it looks. I guarantee it. I
0: guarantee it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think we have sufficiently done the movie or justice again in the theater it was a weird year but i do i feel strongly about the theatrical experience nine of my top 10 films i saw by putting my fucking money down going in taking a seat reclining because that's what you do now sometimes i had popcorn sometimes i didn't but you know what it didn't matter because i was at the movies That's entertainment.